The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found the pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son. And now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been weeping what he showed I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant Yeah, we are back Yes For another week of the Urban X Podcast Yes I'm Malcolm Yes I'm the Black Dizzle and in the middle, for the people that are wondering, for the people that are wondering, it's my oldest son. He goes by the name of Marcus Messiah. Of course, named after Marcus Messiah Garvey. We're going to immediately clap that up. We got him here in the building. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Facts. How you feeling, young man? I'm good. I'm grateful to be in here. Even though this is a family thing going on, I'm just grateful to be here, so thank you. It's what we're talking about, man. The people have been asking for you. Some people are yo, when is your oldest son coming? That's true. I'm like, yo, he busy, doing amazing things, so, but we here now, in the building. We want to apologize for the lateness. The tardiness, man. The tardiness. We in Mercury Gatorade, (laughs) so uh, what can go wrong in this motherfucker will go wrong, Uh, you know, and then we, you know, of course, we had to change the setup. Yeah. Accommodate three people. It looks different because last time we had three people, we were like real tight. Yeah, it was like really, really tight. What up, Urban X Nation? We hope you guys are in the building. Thanks. And uh, having fun as usual. Uh, So my opening statement is uh, glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, How's your week? Uh, My week was was all right. It was cool. Week was all right? Yeah. um, Kind of, sort of... um, I was tired all week. I'm always tired. And then you went to a funeral. Then I went to a funeral. That was that was rough. That was rough. Yeah, it was rough. Young man, 24 years old. He was 28. He was 28. Shot in his back. Yeah. Just had a kid. What's his name? Uh, Pernell. Pernell. So Pernell Cujo. uh, Mm. Pernell Cujo. uh, uh, R.I.P. to uh, Pernell Cujo and his family. Uh, Just had a kid. Yeah. Coward shoot you in the back. Yeah, man. This guy's a banker. Had a brand new BMW. Upcoming, went to college with you. Yeah. 
And so Alfred? No, he went to OS. So it's another case of just craziness going on out here. Um, and it's sad. Yeah, know? it was beautiful. I mean, yeah. it was so many people there. It was like standing room only at the funeral. Right. It was yeah. so many people well, there. Well, that's generally a testament yeah. of the life you've lived up until that far. But I'm talking to the people out in the chat who have children. I couldn't even fathom going to one of my son's funerals, uh, knowing that they're great young men, that they were raised yeah. right, that they're doing the right thing out here, and yeah. have to look in the casket and see your child because somebody else was hating. You know what I mean? A really bad, bad look. Um, and um, again, RIP to him. Rest well. Uh, and shout outs to him and his family. Yeah, shout out to his family. You know what right. I mean? Because yeah. they're going to really go through it <clears throat> for the rest of their life. So what you been up to? Well, um, I've been doing a lot of real estate investing. Real estate investment? I thought you was a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling people he's moving weight. But no, you're actually uh, working in some real estate. Okay, okay, okay. So hit us up with um you know just the general. We'll talk more tonight yeah. about what it is you do, but um how's the experience been going? What have you learned? What phases are you in it? You know that kind of stuff. Uh, it's amazing experience. Um, it's not easy, mm. especially if it's worth it. But I learned a lot, and um, make a long story short, what's been in in public schools, a lot of things has been omitted or intentionally not taught to us for specific reasons. And I think I learned more out of school than I've been in school. And um, soon as I got out of school, I learned more about how this world works, how the system works, and um, how to build wealth. And I learned more being out of school than in school. Right, so in school is just like an indoctrination, a basic stuff. Um, yeah, basic stuff. Um, basically, stay in line, listen to what you're saying, don't make mistakes, be perfect, and stay in a straight line and live the American dream. Oh, 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 the American dream. Yeah. Malcolm, you were gonna say? No, I was gonna say, and um, he was talking about how uh, you don't, we don't learn a lot in school, and then they, we, we're taught to go to school, and then we, um, if you see, if you were paying attention to the news this week about like the college scandals and stuff like that, so we're taught to go to school, but then at the same time, we're cheated out of opportunities, and when we get those opportunities, we're not even taught the real. Oh yeah, so let's get it's into like that. It's like double-edged sword. It's yeah. weird, B. So yeah. let's um let's weird, let's B. get what are we covering this week? Oh, uh, let's get into it. Let's 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 get right to the shit. All right, cool. You are tuned into the sounds <clears throat> of Urban X. So the FBI covered uncovered like one of the biggest um, nationwide college admission scandals ever in the country, and they did so by accident. They were um, looking up, they were uh, investigating another unrelated case, and they kind of happened to just stumble upon this one, and they found out people were bribing, um, you know, colleges to get uh, bribing colleges to get their kids in, and um, actual uh, test administrators to give their kids extra time to take it. and sometimes the kids weren't even taking it they were paying other people to take the SATs for the kids to get into these schools and some you know famous people got involved um uh, what, what's the, what's this woman's name from Full House yeah the um, aunt from Full House mm -hmm. forget this cuz this way oh listen. yeah she's greasy um whatever her name yeah. is y'all know her name they in the look, chat room they look alike man <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Lori what Lachlan yeah Lori Lachlan and yeah. um it's, a, it's another one. It's another famous person that got knocked. No, it's a bunch of them. Yeah. It's a bunch of them. And you know what's crazy? Um, Her daughter 
she has like a YouTube channel, I guess. She has like a following, I guess. And she was just talking about how like she really don't care for school. Like she was, like, I just want to go for the experience and the parties and the games. I don't know when I'm gonna be going to class. Like you know whatever. And come to find out when the news came down that her mom got indicted for this or got mm-hmm. caught up for this, she was on the yacht with she was on the yacht with the USC like CEO or the president or something like that. The mother? No, the daughter. Oh, wow. ouch, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that, uh, Jimmy No. Thanks for that donation. Oh, good looking, Jimmy, man. Appreciate you. He said the American dream isn't the American way. Um, you know, but I've always stated from the beginning why I sent my children to college. It wasn't to uh, educate them. That would be crazy. You know what I mean? That's my job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and their job, it was simply to, to, for my experience, to get them away from home a little bit. Uh, four and five years away from home, I think, is critical yes. mm-hmm. as a part Absolutely. of the growing up process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's what became the growing up process. That's a fact. But life is not about going to know. Now, you do better going to a trade school. And we're going to speak about that this because is... if you learn Absolutely. a actual trade, how to be an engineer, a coder, a, a technician, that's something that nobody can take away from you. Well, Absolutely. College in general, if you're not going to college for a specialty like a doctor, a lawyer, stuff like that, Absolutely. It's like a regular liberal arts degree, right? it's kind of a waste of money and time. Right, but you you, you got a, a business degree. I have a business degree, but um, after I got out of college, I didn't get a job that related to a business degree. Right, 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 right. So, Absolutely. I mean... I really can't remember what I learned in school. Got you. Um, got you. It was a great experience, amazing people, but um, I can't remember what I applied in real life. Right. Or right. now. Or now. But, but, but now you 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 into real estate, so but you had to kind of relearn some things, correct? So yeah, because like it's crazy because like in the twentieth century, being illiterate meant that you can't read or write. Mm-hmm. Now in the twenty first century. If you can't learn what you learn and then unlearn what you learn to learn again, then you're illiterate to me. Absolutely. Because you got to learn stuff now. That was a bar. Yeah, that's a bar. That was a bar. So it's funny because we make fun of Mayweather, right? But he adjusted to however things was going and he can't read supposedly, but look where he's at. I don't know if he's happy or not, whatever the case may be, but he seems financially secure and supposedly he can't read. But but my point to that is I I told people uh, the joke is on y'all because yeah. the nigga can't read and write and he's worth a billion. You can read and write, and you had happy burger. <laughs> <laughs> this is black dot. Yeah. So let me take your order. So it's it's a real funny dynamic. Yeah. But the unlearn and learn that's the only way you stay adjusted to what's going on yeah. and all that bullshit that's implanted. You got to get rid of it. And you have to be swift and changeable. Yeah. If you are not, you're going to lose. And that's why I tell people, stop being so rigid in your beliefs or what you think is real. Yeah. None of that shit matters. You got to be, and I'll come up here all the time and be like, yeah, that shit I was talking last week. <laughs> that's some bullshit. I just figured out some other shit. But, but that's what knowledge yeah. is supposed to do yeah. for you. So um, in that sense, so, uh, what kind of real estate are you into now? I know you had a home up in... Binghamton. Binghamton for a yeah. while, and yeah. you had some neighbors who were under the system, and you crazy. You're it's dealing with that. Crazy. But I, I tried to warn you. You know, if you if you accepting subsidies, along with oh. subsidies yeah. come. Yeah. I, I knew. I, I you know, and then you know, you deal with people who ain't leaving, don't want to leave. 
will fall a, down a flight of stairs. It's a whole different ball game. And you know now they don't <laughs> want to pay the rent and shit. You know what, what movie did we see where the neighbors was upstairs? Duplex. Duplex. Go see that movie. They try to get rid of this old lady and shit. You know what I'm saying? And they couldn't get rid of her for nothing. But those are the downsides yeah. of when you take subsidies. Now your money is on time. Yes. Yes. Like from the government. And it shit. is. It's always on time, but. Um, all money is not good money at all. Right, right. Um, so whoever is getting into real estate, uh, be very cautious when you're screening tenants, whatever the case may be, because even a person who has great credit and a high income, but they still want to live in a low income area, that's suspicious. Mm. So you got to look at stuff like that. And I learned, oh, wow. the, I learned the hard way because if you're getting an apartment in a low income, in a low income area, the, the property manager is going to say, why you have high credit, high income, but you still want to live in a low income area. Mm. So you got to look at, look for stuff like that. Gotcha. So I learned the hard way. Learn the hard way. Painful. Painful. Brutal. Ah. Brutal. Brutal. But it's fun though. I mean, but that's a part of the learning process. You know, mm. I brag about you guys all the time and what you guys are into. <clears throat> a shout out to Timothy Whitney. Shout out, thanks for the donation. Thanks for the shout donation. Yeah. We for appreciate sure. that. <clears throat> So back to the parents. Yeah, um, these white people. Yeah, it was uh, Felicity Hoffman and Laurie Lockin. Those are the two biggest names right now. Right now, but yeah. they're gonna find out that this is what white people do. White <laughs> people have rigged the game. First of all, this, all these parents from all these celebrities, y'all all getting into Harvard. And yeah, you were, like come on. Right. So that's just sent up a red flag. But I keep telling people, if you control the present, you're not worried about the future. So while our kids are struggling. Trying their best, the blacks girl. Yeah, you remember, yeah. Uh, for the people who remember, we did a story on um, a young lady who uh, her, she took the SAT twice, but her score jumped so much they thought she cheated. Right, wow. right, right. And black then, girl, and then now you you hearing that these parents are paying other people to take the SATs for them, or just just get them into the school. The game is rigged. Yeah, the whole system is rigged. The yeah. whole system is rigged. Yeah. And let me tell you something else. We using a moral standard, have a problem with getting ahead. These people are hardwired to get ahead. White people don't play that. We're not going to chance their future on if my, my daughter's going to Harvard, whether she want to go to Harvard or not. <laughs> yeah. That's the way they see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's going in. And remember, in schools like Yale and Harvard, they don't teach you to come out and get a job. They teach you how to come and take over companies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So while your little college is teaching you how to stay in line, they teach you how to go in, assess problems, solve them, take over companies. You come out making two hundred fifty thousand, and if the skull and bones tap you, you it, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Shit is real gravy out here, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the game they play, and it's a bragging game. Oh, my daughter went to Yale. No, your daughter didn't, because it's impossible for all these white people's kids to be that smart. Fucking impossible. And we don't want to cheat the system. All them people in... That's them why Democrats always lose. That's my point. And, and all, <laughs> in, in them Hasidic communities, yeah, not going on in the Jews right now, because they'll shut us down, but I have to Mid say this. <laughs> Midstream. <laughs> Midstream. I have to say this. All of them are on welfare. Oh, yeah. But their husbands are million-dollar jewelers who work down in the jewel industry. But they all come over and take full advantage yes. of the system and we feel shame to be on welfare. No, the welfare system is designed for you to take advantage. What I mean is this. Ladies, if you're on welfare and you're getting food stamps, great. Your man 
That money he brings in is not to pull up in the new Mercedes and act nigga rich. That his money is supposed to be going toward whatever kind of business or dreams that y'all have of a four and five year plan. So he out working. Of course, he don't live in the house. Wink, wink. <laughs> right? And the kids are trained. No, I don't know who my daddy is. I ain't never seen my daddy. I wish I had a daddy. Right? You train the kids right. And he's supposed to be taking that money. Not yeah. flipping pounds of weed and he a weed head and no, he's mm. supposed to be investing that money so that in four or five years, the game plan is to transition us into whatever business or opportunity that we have. That's the mindset that we have to have on welfare. Not I'm on welfare. My kids on welfare, the kids, kids on welfare. We got generational welfare. Going on, I created a, a, a t-shirt last week that said stripple effect. And it was that if a woman has nothing of value to pass down to mm -hmm. her daughter, anything other than how to strip and make money, she is then gonna pass that down to her daughter and her daughter and her daughter creating a stripple effect <laughs> where that's all y'all know. It's sort of like the welfare system. So these white people come in, they take over. The welfare system they take advantage of the it's, welfare it's system. It's more white people on welfare than anybody. It's more white people on welfare. Yeah, you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know. No, that. you wouldn't know that yeah. by the media's breakdown yeah. to have you thinking only black people are on welfare. That's a fact. And here's the thing about welfare. I think that welfare has its place, but for some reason culturally we let it be a resting place. And Facts. Other cultures they take advantage mm -hmm. and they do what they got to do, and for some reason. Because it's supposed it... to be a transitional. Yeah. Situation. I, I had a welfare card. What? You, this is blacked out. I give up ghetto stories. This is a ghetto Cosby story exclusive, right? So when I moved in, me and your moms moved in. I had my own apartment since I was 16. Right. But me and moms, we got our place 17, 18 years old. I turned my apartment over to my boys. I said, dudes, just take your apartment. The rent is cheap so that we don't lose the same apartment you now are taking full advantage of. Mm -hmm. So, little bit known to me, after a couple of years, these niggas wasn't paying the rent. Right? <laughs> and then they came to me, yo, we ain't pay the rent. So, I grew up on welfare. So, I knew from my mama, because I done been to many face-to-faces, I'm going to go down and get a one-shot deal. <laughs> now, if you ever been on welfare, <laughs> you know what the one-shot deal is. And because I wasn't working at the time, I was in between jobs, right? My boys is like, yo, just go down there. I'm like, yo, how I'm going to look? You know what I'm saying? I'm a rapper. I'm trying to do my thing. And y'all want me to go down to the welfare <laughs> and shit and get a one-shot deal. Fuck it. I went down there. And I'm, I, babies all over crying, throwing milk pampers, <laughs> security guards pushing me around and shit. And finally, I get up to the counter and she, I, right, well, you know, you qualify for the one-shot deal. I'm like, yes. And then she was like, so you're not working, are you? I was like, well, not at the moment. <laughs> she was like, well, let me do something for you, Junior. She gave me food stamps, backtrack my welfare mm -hmm. shit. I got about three or four checks. I got a card in there. You do the expose. You see me like this with my little welfare card. It was only about three checks because I've been working my whole life. But I took advantage of the system, yeah. caught these dudes up on their rent. You know what I mean? Got some food stamps out the deal. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> don't get no better than that. Yeah. Oh, and back then, the food stamps, if I believe, was actual food stamps. It was, uh, yeah. it was the, the book, the brown, the, the blue. Yeah, I had to look around. <laughs> you know, like, 
<laughs> See, now at least they give it to you on a little card. Oh, yeah. You can act like you you can pull out your actual visa. Mm-hmm. 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 And then slip the lady mm-hmm. out of shit. <laughs> Visa, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can freak your mm-hmm. shit now. But back then, it was look around, look around, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a Black Dot Ghetto Story, a Ghetto Cosby Story exclusive. Uh, I wasn't always this rich and prosperous right. in life. And I'm not talking about money. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. Next, what do we have? I'm not finished with those parents. Oh, look. I got just, more. I just want to continue to harp on mm-hmm. how if you control the present, you're not worried about the future at all. Right. Right. These games are rigged. The school system, the prison system, the court system, all of these uh, institutions are rigged so that we do not win and we play by the rules because our soul and conscience won't <clears throat> let us hustle the way they do. You got to change your mindset. They told you in the Matrix. Morpheus told you certain rules mm-hmm. can be bent and certain rules can be broken. And that's where we're losing. We're not going in the seams of the Matrix to take full advantage of what's available for us. Black people, we're just too, we're, we're just great people. This you is what, what I mean. I mean, it's embedded within our our, our DNA. Like, yeah, at the core. It's honor yeah. and code yeah. and, and these things. And I get it. But. The enemy is cheating because he has no 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 boundaries. Yeah. So everything is a cheat. The court system, the prison, everything is scandalous. And we know this, and then we wonder why we're losing. We have to be able, I'm not saying go out and be a cheat. I'm simply saying understand what rules can be bent and what rules can be broken no. so that we can take full advantage. Did you no. did you, do you know with the um you you know how uh if you're applying for a college and they ask you if your parent went to that school, like the legacies. Yeah. 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 Like that came from, you know, these white institutions making sure that uh, the people who go went to their school. The legacy like, continues. Yeah. It, like, Absolutely. It, like black people. It was a it was a it was a built in way for black people not to get in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even though. Like say uh, segregation, all that stuff was over, but it was a built in way for black people not to get in those schools. And I thought that was fascinating. Well, well, again, that's the way they ensure. Yeah. While you're stressing about, you know, sh- yeah. they are uh, living comfortably because they know deep down inside that the game is rigged. The entire game, the entire system is rigged. Right. Like, from point A to point Z. Facts. Right. I just and rewatched The Wire. Like it's Crazy. it's completely rigged. And um, <laughs> to piggyback off you guys, as culturally, like we gotta get off. It's surprisingly, it's not really a black and white thing. Now, don't get me wrong. It's a money thing. It's a know how to play the game and a green thing. Mm, because okay. once you start getting in this in this system, you start realizing it's not really black and white. Now, I does it happen? It. Yeah. Yes. But I've obviously. always said it's more about classism. It's a more. It's definitely about more about classism, and you just got to know how to play the game. And then, <clears> none, then when you start getting in the game, you start realizing that it's not really about black and white, really entirely. I mean. Racism stuff happens, right, right. But um, I don't think as people we shouldn't let the the color barrier hinder us. But I've always said, King, and you can all attest to this: victim consciousness, yeah, it's, it's, it's is what huge. is it's what massive it's is massive. what we suffer from. Everything is white people's fault, and yet if you just applied yourself, now we know racism. The system is built, for, like you said, for us to fail. But, and still we rise. That's why we put that on one of our t-shirts. Despite discrimination, despite racism, despite all these things, 
Only one people is really built to rise like that. That's you let the stock market crash and watch how many white people start jumping out of windows, right? Or start saying, listen, somebody got to die. <laughs> one of these insurance policies <laughs> got to get cashed in, yeah. right? Yeah. Before, you know, does anybody, is anybody going to miss little Tommy? We've only yeah. known him nine years. We can get over this shit. And black people, we're built and hardwired yeah. differently to fight through all of that because what makes us happy is, is, is entrenched in something totally different. Yeah. So we're hardwired to deal differently. Yeah. But if you allow racism to fuck you over before you get out the gate, you'll never get out the gate. And that's not saying that it doesn't exist. Right. I shouldn't have to clarify that to those who are on the vibration. You know what yeah, I mean. Exactly. Those who know yeah. what I'm talking you about. Know, you, know the, you know what the crazy thing is? I feel like if you don't think about white people... And if you're in a, like a predominantly white space or something, like you're in a business like mm -hmm. at a meeting or something, it shouldn't. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I told it, you, it, I, it, I don't see. Yeah, I don't see white people. I think I don't either. And I think if you have knowledge of self, mm -hmm. I think that has a huge part to it. Absolutely. I told you, I don't see the police. That's why I've never been pulled over in my life beyond. A, 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 a traffic stop here and there, and that was when I was off my game. When I'm on my game, I don't see them. I don't see none of that shit. I only see yeah. what I'm after, and then I deal with things accordingly as they present themselves. Absolutely. Oh, this is a racist fuck. Now I know, so now I know how to navigate around that, but I'm not gonna walk out of my house and say my life is a disaster. You would think I'm drinking alcohol, it's water. Um, based on white people. You know what I mean? So we got to get over that hump. Yeah. Somehow, somewhere. This is a psychological game we're talking now, right? Yeah. So yeah. if we don't get over that hump psychologically, we asked out because they continue to win every time just yeah. by being white. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm white. I'm the winner. You fucked. So do not fuck yourself, yeah. Yeah. but be on your P's and Q's and understand that, you know, these white people out here and most of these white people are, are trailer park trash any fucking way. Living in some fucking trailer, dirt park who can't read and write anyway. And you can be a Harvard graduate as a black man and they still feel like they're better than you. They still feel like they're better because they're white. It's the way it goes. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't see them. That's <laughs> right. If they speak, they speak. If they don't, they don't. That's right. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, when... The Terry Crews Me Too thing kind of started. We felt, I feel like here at Urban X, we were like one of the first ones to kind of just talk about it from all angles. Okay. And in the past few weeks, he's been displaying some really weird behavior, right? He's been uh, talking about some uh, root articles saying that black men are, straight black men are the white men of black people. Say that again. Say straight it. black men are the white people of black people. Okay. We're yeah. the oppressors yeah. of oh. other black people. Yeah. I, follow along with this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And then, and then uh, um, recently he, he came at, or he said something about like uh, same-sex couples raising children, and then people got at him for that, and then he defend. He's been all over the place. I heard about that. What did he say about that? He said that, uh, this, the tweet's here, it says um, that same-sex couples and single parents can successfully raise a child, but he believes paternal and maternal love are the vitamins and minerals to like basically raise a kid, raise a kid? And somebody said like, you know, love is not gendered. You don't need both parents. And he said, yeah, but they'll be severely malnourished. People flipped on him. Mm. 
Yeah, and then so now he actually actually apologized. He issued an apology. He issued an apology for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. For for the the tweets regarding black men. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. Nice, nice regular black man. Yeah. So somebody said it was this dude on Twitter. He says um that he doesn't know if he wants to, like Terry Crews doesn't know if he wants to be DeRay like you know the. Or Umar Johnson. Yeah, yeah, he's stuck in between. He's, he's stuck in between, right. That was hilarious. One day he, yeah, he wants to be Duran and that, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, and remember I said this, I said this a couple of weeks ago, I said he probably thought uh, because of the Me Too thing, he was going to have like a bigger... Support. Support, no, bigger role in it, a bigger image in it, and then he didn't, so he was just kind of grasping for straws. And now, just in my humble opinion, he's confused. He's mad confused. He's, yeah. he's going home, and he's like, "Damn, should I stand up for black men? Look at me. I'm a strong black man, and I just said some real bitch shit. And wore uh, thigh high boots. And, and wore a, thigh high boots and, and, a purse. and started jumping with a purse. <laughs> and said the, the floor is toxic masculinity. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, you see what I'm saying? And I let a little small Jewish man, a five foot two Jewish man, grab my nutsack. Yeah. Yeah, okay? Yeah. In front of my wife. In front of your queen. In front of my queen, my yeah. Nubian. That's just an ass whipping I gotta take, son. If I'm if you out with For your sure. lady. Absolutely. And, yeah. and nigga come over and grab your girl ass. It's game over. It's game over. It's game over. Right? Because wifey go home and pat you down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nigga, you fought. <laughs> you know, you get points for that. <laughs> but if you do nothing, and now your wife is looking at you like this, like how the fuck are you? If you can't protect me from a timid Jewish man, and he's huge. So, oh, what you lifting all them weights for? A lot of them dudes point. are really big teddy bears, man. So right. they get caught up in the muscles, but he really probably. Yeah, yeah. You know so, so that's what's going on with that. Right, yeah. So now every day he gets in the mirror and he's having an identity. Crisis. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, right? He don't know where he's so trying to go with. That's it. where he's at now. He's confused. Um. So, uh, good luck to him, man. But. Uh, I you, just thought it was funny. It is funny, but you got to know who you are. And stay tuned, because he's going to say some other crazy shit. Then I started looking at all the roles he played yeah. in Hollywood. He's never played a strong black... Even on I Hate Chris. No, I'm talking about... No, he played... Everybody hates Chris. That was a good... That was solid. a good, solid yeah. black man in the 70s role. Yeah. But Cat Williams grabbed his nuts. <laughs> In Friday <laughs> with a pair of pliers and told him, Damon, I'm a boy. <laughs> we don't do this. <laughs> right? Uh, you know, all these other shows. He, he was in the Expendables, though. I didn't see that. that was I, a... I didn't care too much for count? it. That don't count. <laughs> he might have been strong. He might have been a superhero. In this. He, was, he, was, he was kind of a G in that movie. Like. Oh, oh, so oh, now, oh, you, you, now no, you can't no, 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 I'm not. Forget it. Forget but it. as you know, though, a lot of these dudes that we look up to and we expect them to be Black power-ish and all that. A lot of them don't go straight, man. A lot oh, yeah. of them don't. Yeah, yeah, especially in Hollywood. So, you know, you gotta you gotta look at like every side, like every like three sides of the coin. Damn, what what did you know he have saying? to do to get his job in Hollywood? I don't know. I mean, he probably went the straight path, but along Ooh. the straight path, he probably I don't I know. I also you never tried know. to put out a shirt this week. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay, let's um, talk about it. We we're putting out a series of statements. Let's just talk about it. Okay, so we have a series of. Statement shirts. Here we go. You know, icon, uh -huh. uh, uh, stripple effect. And I wanted to put out a shirt that said, again, gay tannic, right? Which is people who are not gay, uh -huh. but who will perform gay acts or sex rituals to further their political, social, and economic status in society, right? 
So of course it's a play on Satanic, and I got shut down by the team. No, okay, this is this Malcolm is, shut me down, <laughs> and my wife shut me down. They said, "Nigga, you taking it too far." No, this is no. We were talking about just the optics, aesthetically. Aesthetically, yeah. would you wear a shirt like? that says "Gay Tanic Marcus"? But it was Gay Tanic. No, 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 no. Yeah. It says "Gay Tanic," and then at the bottom has the definition. Would you wear it? I don't know. Thank you. Now, but my point is, once we put the circle. The red circle with the X through it, stating I am not <laughs> gay, but I'm no saying homo. No, homo. no homo. That's probably what we should have put. <laughs> no homo. Gay Tanic with the definition. Anyway, long story short, we didn't do it. First of all, because this is not my company. If it was my company, this shit have been shut down already. So I have to take in consideration. And you guys made some great points. Thank you. Looking outside of the so-called conscious people who might have got that, they are regular people who will go, you know, you don't want that heat. Like, you don't want the gay mafia coming at you. Very powerful, man. Very yeah. powerful. Yeah. You don't want them coming at yeah. you. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, all they can do is take my AARP card, <laughs> and I don't even want that to happen. Like, I ain't got a lot to lose. So that's why I talk shit. And they be like, bring up his... God damn it, only has an AARP card. <laughs> Cancel his <laughs> shit. Now, if my AARP card get canceled and I go to the movies and they say I can't use my discount, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. I'm going to get on this platform talk <laughs> shit. So, but I do understand, you know, how that worked. So I let it go. Yeah, we, we took a vote. He lost. I lost. Yeah. So... But email me if you're willing to pay. A and then, yeah, and then he was being a baby on Instagram. He went, on, he went on Instagram, put the shirt up. This didn't make it, but what y'all think? Yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> I wanted a survey from the people. Being a baby. People was like, yo, Doc, put that shit out. Y'all say that until my AARP card get yeah. taken. Then y'all ain't going to pay me my discount. Fuck that shit. I know when to stay in my place. God damn it. Speaking of Instagram. You are tuned into the sounds. Of Urban X. Yesterday, people were losing their minds because Instagram and Facebook were shut down. For how long? Wow. I think for like for like most of the day. I think the whole day. I know mines were shut down the whole day. Like you couldn't get in? No, I could get in, but nothing. Oh, I like, thought no, I was bugging. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. I thought I it was wasn't bugging too. It wasn't refreshing. Oh, um, right. Stuff wasn't uploading. Everybody else was com- complaining on Twitter because apparently Facebook wasn't acting right either. Hmm. And yeah, a lot of people, a lot of, you know. And let me tell you, I made about nine posts. And I didn't know that they weren't moving or being taken. Yeah. That just goes to show you my IQ with Instagram. I'm like, <clears throat> and I came and said, damn, that my shit is still at the top. I must be doing some shit. <clears throat> yeah. It ain't moving, but fuck it. So I was a little confused too, but it goes to show you how relevant, as we spoke about, this internet stuff is and this social media drug is. I know a lot of chicks lost a lot of money because <laughs> they couldn't do their Instagram modeling and, you know, show up for, you know, auditions and you could book me. And a lot of people lost a lot of dough on that. You know what I mean? So um, it's just something to think about. They did the same thing with YouTube. Last year. Last year, a couple year, of months ago. Months ago. Yeah. And a lot of that shit be dry runs. To see, yo, you know where, where this is gonna go. Yo, people, people didn't know. Get. People didn't know what to do with themselves yes. without Instagram. That's scary. That's scary. They were just looking at like, absolutely, you know, what to do with themselves. And then people that weren't on Twitter since like 2012 were <laughs> logging back on Twitter. Right, right. Let me get back on Twitter because they need something. There's another fix, like another drug. Right. So Twitter saw an influx of people who weren't there. Some people even said, "I'm a 
put back on my MySpace page. And, <laughs> you know, most of them probably just being funny. But a lot of time they do this as a dry run just to see in the chaos they can cause. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This shit is worse than a blackout. Yo, now, so- at least in a blackout, you could do some looting. You know, Yo, you- blackout come, you can get a TV I- and some shit. <laughs> If you if you if your internet is blacked out, yeah. you, what the fuck are you gonna do? Again, South Park did an episode on that. Oh, blackout the Netflix special too. No, was no, it blackout? No, South Park did the episode on like what if the internet is out? Like what what happens? Mm. Mm. The thing about that, and then they were like, oh, right, uh, um, let's watch the news, and then the news was just like, yeah, the internet is out. We don't know what's happening either. <laughs> <laughs> Real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there was like, oh, uh, somebody bring up their Blackberry, and they were just like, yo, there's no internet. We can't do that. <laughs> Tell you. But again. So, like, imagine it. What, what, what would happen? What happens? We got to talk. <laughs> we got to sit around and have a, a fucking family conversation. <laughs> How's your day, man? Nigga, the internet. I don't know. <laughs> you know well, uh, hey, man, uh, what happened at the job? Nigga, I, I couldn't go to work. You know, I work on the internet. You know what I mean? So, it, it begins to show you how much we have become acclimated into that world right. yeah. and uh you know again i'm just giving you a heads up it's some we, i feel like people sooner or later gonna have to take a detox soon i'm gonna take a detox soon yeah i'm done digital, i know y'all keep saying that yeah y'all go digital, digital detox i'm like taking that. a digital detox that's a fact because things that consume you or you consume begin to consume you mm-hmm. so it, it it becomes like it's now eating at you where you can't even be productive in your life because your whole life, your whole avatar, everything about you is online. And I noticed you don't spend a lot of time online at all. I don't. You get I, in I, very you know, scarcely. Cause yeah, I, yeah. Tell me, we didn't even know he had an Instagram. He had a, he had a, like a burner account Instagram. <laughs> Odyssey found him. I'm like, wait, what? What the hell? Yeah, I mean, I the whole purpose was just to build my network. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But That's as far what you like, supposed to use yeah. it for, Yeah, right? but as far as like... Um, Sitting around talking Santa, shit. I, I just never been that person. I've tried it. Cancel it, yeah. try it again. I just never been that person, but I know to adjust you gotta, you know, you know play you know, play the yeah. game. But other than that, I'm not really a social media Neither am player. I. As as ironic as it seems, it seems like I'm very comfortable here. I like Twitter doing this. <laughs> this this bothers me, you know, because I'm a, a private in my shell kind of guy. I have great conversations with myself. With myself all the time. All the time. All These the time. conversations <laughs> me and me have <laughs> Man, if only you guys could hear them. And I do share a few of them with you guys sometime. And it's uh, time for me to go back in that shell. And, uh, you know, because there's some things I need to tell me, you know, that I haven't told me in a while. So I like you guys. I mean, this is fun. This is, and I'm real happy today. I got my oldest son here with me. We all here. We're just having a great time. And this is great. But this is, uh, this this is not going to work. Yeah. 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 I'm saying. So just be aware, they do the test run, they, they, they collect the data. Today Easy Pass was out for those who are traveling, you know what I'm saying, across, you know, toll lines. And then what happens is you fuck around and they send you a bill for $75 for a $2 crossing because if you don't do it within 10 days, is it? Something Some shit good, like yeah. that, they send you an astronomical bill. And you forgot all about it. Feel, Easy Pass was out. This is uh, unrelated, but I feel bad for the people that uh, you you know at the, the at the toll booths. Oh, cash. 
You mean like uh, yeah, oh, the like people the, gotta spend cash. No, the people who are actually working at, working at the booth. It's not too many people working there anymore. Yeah, they removing them because they got that them beams mm-hmm. that catch your ass. Bing, bing, bing. You know so, what I'm saying? Going through the tolls. Which is kind of this kind of kind of uh, segues back to the Instagram and internet thing because most of our uh, knowledge based job, or most of like the, the labor based jobs are being automated. Absolutely. So you need. Uh, actual uh, knowledge-based skill Absolutely. to do something to make money now. It was a Chinese guy on the Breakfast Club. He was killed. I forgot his name. All right, oh, I hate to say that because that Yang. sounds stereotypish. Did you, did you watch it? I heard about it. Um, it's certain things that he said that it's gonna be. It's very scary, and I don't think a lot of people is catching on to what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Like black people, you better get your shit together. Good, yeah, because they're uni- getting all yeah. these automated jobs and the universal income. A lot of people think that's gonna help you, but people don't understand that's gonna be very detrimental to everybody. Mm. Because once, basically, they're gonna pay people not to work, and that's very scary. Mm. That's the whole basis of universal income. So when you start paying people not to work, the whole mindset of people is just going to shift. That's very scary. Mm. And then things are going cashless. Easy pass starting and everything else. So Right. We'll so he made a couple of valid points just about by 2025 or 2035, how many black people are going to be out of work. Right? So we are in a time now, <clears throat> again, where you qualify and disqualify yourself based on what you know. Mm-hmm. Right? <clears throat> Now, you have YouTube University and Google Academy, right? Yeah. Both of these academies are readily available for you to bring your knowledge from one level to the next. Uh, The 47 hours a week that you spend on Instagram looking at ass. Yeah. Guilty. (laughs) Side note, I asked my wife this question because she caught me looking at some jiggly asses, right? And she said, damn, nigga, I'm like, ma, I didn't program these holes in here i'm scrolling and there the ass is now what am i supposed mm. to do but it, i want to see her story maybe she mm. has a story and shit and then i just asked my wife i said let me ask you a question what if grown-ass men with chiseled terry cruz bodies was up there flinging their dicks like with no clothes <laughs> on would you watch that shit and she looked me straight in the face and said yes <laughs> right? Don't hate on me because the system is rigged for it to be an abundance of jiggly asses and not guys swinging their dongs, okay? Because I would feel the same way. Like, come on, damn. Damn, man, you gonna watch another nigga and shit? Damn, and shit. It, it, this is the way the game is rigged, right? So, uh, you know, back to my original point, yeah. which I forgot because I was <laughs> taking off base. This is just water. It's just water. No, you're talking about... um. This yeah, like all yeah. uh, oh, right. You, instead of spending forty-seven hours bullshitting around, <clears throat> you could concentrate twenty hours a week for just three months, and your skill level on a technical level, whether it's coding, this, that, everything is there for you to learn. And we still are, we still behind four hundred years to me in the technological world. To my black people, yeah, right. I, technology, technology. Basics, the basics, it's basic stuff that we just—I don't know. I don't know what it is. Right. Don't, we don't know how to shoot. We don't know how to uh, grow our own food. And all of these <clears> things <throat> are readily available. Yeah. I had a twelve-year-old kid teaching me about a new camera I bought. <laughs> he was efficient. And this is what you do: you press this button. I'm like, shut up! This nigga's like my teacher and shit. He had about four videos, 
and I learned from this 12-year-old kid. So knowledge is on the planet. It's readily available. Those who take care of it or, or take advantage will move on. Yeah. Those who don't, who are stuck in, because soon they're going to have the, the automated motherfuckers making your burgers. They already got them. They're starting yeah. to. Because yeah. they, they don't want to pay $15 an hour for yeah. niggas to flip burgers. And yeah. the, uh, the Domino car that's going to be uh, driverless. It's not going to have a human being right. in it. Right, the Domino's car yeah. is showing up without a person in it. You can't even argue why your pizza's late. <laughs> Yo, why the fuck? They <laughs> just give me the fucking pizza. You are welcome, sir. It's, it's just gonna be, and then the shit yeah. might have different voices based on who ordered the pizza. <laughs> you are welcome. You are enjoy your pizza. <laughs> How the fuck you know I'm Indian, motherfucker? Just because my name is uh, Saeed. Saeed, motherfucker. <laughs> shit, I got a black daddy. So you now know where this shit is going. Automated. They already know who you are. So ain't no That's more secrets based on you know your, your profile. We, we this is a strange time. It's a strange time, but black people better get it together. And they keep saying these trade schools are empty. Yeah. Right? Rap niggas want to be what? Rappers. Remember, and um, ball players. remember um uh, the Killer Mike show. Right. Did you watch it? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. A lot of people didn't like it, but you know. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But he was he was telling people like, you know, what about being a plumber? Like he was telling the kids, like, what about being a plumber? And I get it sound harsh, like you can't be a president. No, but what it but said is, is go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, no, no, ahead. I told no, no, I totally agreed with yeah, him. But yeah, you know, yeah. it just came across like really crass well, and well, curt. Right, like, but he was hitting you in the face with truth. Yeah. yeah. All of these positions are red engineers make tons of cash, mm -hmm. right? And and this and that, but every society got you wanting to be a baller and live your best life. My fucking best life could be totally different from yours. Right. Like what you see as your best life. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Everybody ain't gonna make it. I tried to be a rapper for years. And then the bills started backing up. <laughs> and my wife was like, all right, you got your little demo and shit, but the lights, lights. <laughs> not lights, camera, action, nigga, lights. Right? And you gotta make hard fucking decisions. <clears throat> and I drove a bus for 18 years and it was amazing. It got you two guys through college. Oh, you right. watched wrong shit. <laughs> Right? That's right. You niggas didn't get through college because of the conscious community <laughs> and, and the super absorbed mm. knowledge that I received. You niggas got through college with me doing this shit next up on 25th Street. <laughs> mm? Right? That's right so That's right. a lot of times we over, you know what I mean? Exaggerate shit and it's, it's real deep. It's really, really deep. So the the, the Asian guy, his name was um, Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang. Yeah, watch that interview on the watch Breakfast Club. Watch that interview on The Breakfast Club. It's online. And he was just dropping <clears throat> He was dropping some real serious stuff about what the future... Because remember, they have these data analytics now that tell them what the future is going to look like clearly mm. and who's going to make it and who's, gonna not, who's not going to make it. So for those who are analog in their thinking and in their being, and they don't want to integrate over and transfer their shit over to digital, they're not going to make it. Yeah, if, and for the people uh, who have iPhones, you can check your screen time. Yes. And really just, it, it'll give you a clearer picture of how much time you're actually just wasting. Like, I check mine, and I average like six, six and a half hours a day on, the, on just on my phone. Just on your phone. Yeah, and then seven days it averages up to like 40, 45 hours. That's a lot of that's a, full time that's, job. A, that's a lot. That's a lot. Look yeah. how much you could learn. That's a fact. Yeah. If, if we were disciplined yeah. to 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it was, it's almost embarrassing. Like, God. Yeah. And some people's shit is double that. Oh, no, no. A couple of my oh, friends. Like, yeah, their shit is just constant. Just, yeah. like, niggas don't even look up or do nothing. It's yeah. this. And we think it's cute. And it's not. And our children are growing into that immediately. Mm. Right? They do not want to <clears> exist in these third dimensional paradigm. And I understand that. So they vibrate differently than we did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. However, you can get lost in that world. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you know the reason why um that's happened? That's only happened in the past like uh, seven to eight years. Mm-hmm. Because um, when Steve Jobs, when, when they created like the iPhone, it was just supposed to be the theory was he wanted to just make your phone experience a good one. Right. So he wanted to have your music. And your phone, same place. No, that shit was dope. I got the very first I iPhone. Same, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit was dope. That's and, and the shit done moved out of control now. No, it, it passed happened. away and everything changed. No, right. so yeah. Apparently, um, this book I'm reading, really good, recommend. It. It's called uh, Digital Minimalism, right? Digital oh, yeah, Minimalism. I heard, I heard yeah, it. by Kyle Newport. He was yeah. he said that everything changed once the Facebook IPO happened, and they got all that money from Facebook. Mm-hmm. So now other apps tried to start, like tried to like um, model their um. Model, template after, template that. after them. But here's the thing, because Facebook, if you think about it, Facebook is uh, kind of static, right? You put up your status, and that's it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not just going to look at your relationship status all day, like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So Instagram and, and Twitter like that, it became um, more instant. Right. So now it makes you want to go back. And that's the difference. And that's, yeah. And, and, and who knows what's coming next. Exactly. Right? That's going to have you all up in arms on how this shit moves. Exactly. Right. So we have to be careful because that's where it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can literally get lost in a virtual uh, avatar that you've created of yourself that has nothing to do about who you really are. And when Instagram go off, your avatar has been suspended. So that shit you was fronting <laughs> when you took the picture like you was on a jet and shit and you really buy a window and shit yeah. with champagne that's really grape juice and shit <laughs> and money with the hundred on the top and the ones and you living your best life, that shit is suspended now, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a very uh, you know thin line and a lot of people can't exist without it. So, you know, find yourself, look in the mirror and get back in touch with you. Yeah, can I get a clap for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Says some deep <laughs> shit. Yeah. Philosophical shit. So what? Are we, huh? What's what? Well, DJ and they already got Serato out now, right? Which fucked me up. Okay, I'm an old school analog DJ. The DJ oh. carried crates of records. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He put the yeah. records on. And, and, and to me, Kid Capri was the best. He knew exactly where the break yeah. was. He didn't waste no time. It could be <clears> dark. <throat> he just knew. Dance to the drummer's beat, right? And then one day I watched Red Alert, right? He set up. I said, this is Red Alert. This is a legend. He's going you know, to get in it. <laughs> and the nigga just was cutting records, but never changing the records, right? I wasn't high. Yeah. <laughs> I was off drugs. And I'm saying... What kind of voodoo is this? <laughs> this nigga ain't reaching in the crates. Because usually you even have a crate man. Yeah. Yo, you bring me up. Blah, blah, blah. Your man go down, bring you up the shit. This nigga was just like on his laptop and just changing the fucking records. And I said, what kind of voodoo mm. is this? <laughs> and then I was told it's called Serato. But now you don't have to carry 50 crates yeah. of records. It's a book now, bag. It's a fucking book bag with your laptop, laptop yeah. with a thousand songs. Makes sense. Sure. And at least with that, you still can cut. 
Yeah. It's still, you still put these two uh, blank records on and you can still get the scratch. Now they just got them little silver wheels. Yeah. Yeah. That's the shit I bought the, Eli. The controller. Yeah, Eli got the controller. We trying to get in here and DJ, teach him some shit. And Lou, Breakbeat Lou, my DJ said, no, we got to teach him on records mm. first and then you can double down on this bullshit. Then they got the shit on my iPad where I could just open the app on my iPad and it's like I got two little turntables. So in the future, it's going to be minority report. (laughs) And pull that shit up and just be like, that's where that shit is going. But but DJing as an art, like, it's so low now. Like, because all they do is... Everybody's a DJ now. Well, first of all, all they do is make a playlist at home. Right. And then play it at the party. They don't... They don't but, mix live because like, you know yeah. sometimes like what they playing is electronic not... DJs make yeah. a lot of money now because they got the doom, doom, they got the drum machine yeah, going yeah. right online yeah. and they be on acid. See yeah. if you listen to music on acid, it's a different ball. That's game. a whole different ball game. Mm. You be lost. Me and wifey were in a club in Mexico. Oh man, this was the shit. Fucking bubbles everywhere <laughs> and shit. Like they had this bubble machine shooting Fun. bubbles. Foam yeah. and shit, and layers. and layers to the club and shit, and everybody was on acid. <laughs> was you on acid that day? Tell the truth. Yeah. Like acid. No, but it just the music is different. The vibe. All of the people looked like they was in a whole nother world. Nice. Right? They was moving like this because they were they were synchronized. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And the DJ was playing that electronic shit, and man. Oh man, yeah. wifey almost won the big booty contest. You came in second. <laughs> you should have won that. You had a big ass in that girl there. She did a flip though. She did a flip and a split, and then oh, it both, you was yeah. out. Yeah. You was out. I said, wifey gonna win this cash. We gonna pay for half this trip or something. She up there and shit. And then she did that flip and she did that little split, and they was like, boo! They <laughs> booed wifey off the stage and shit. I had to take her down. I don't really know her. I'm just helping her off the stage. You know, fucking get over there and shit. Don't walk near me. And we lost. Yeah, yeah. Let's clap that up for wifey and the big booty contest. <laughs> Second best. Yeah. yeah, we have fun when we try. Yeah, yeah. Dope story. Dope story. Dope story. So uh, these kids from uh, Bronx mm. private school held a lock-in after. Oh, this school is right up the corner. right up the corner, right, right, right up the block where yeah. I live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they held a sit-in. Philston. Oh, Philston. Oh. Yeah. Right. They're holding a three-day or four-day. It's, it's over now. It's over now. It's over now. It's over okay. Now. All right. But they held a, a, a sit-in because a racist video from one of the from some of their classmates resurfaced, and they wanted their administrative. The, the school administrators to handle it, and they weren't handling it in the fashion that was acceptable to them. Right, right. So they locked. They um stayed they, in the school. They stayed in the school for three days. For three days. <clears throat> didn't trash anything. They didn't trash anything. They wow. Yeah, they they just. And um, this was white yeah. kids, black okay. kids. Everybody came together. Yeah. So that the black kids would be treated fairly. <clears throat> yep. So um they got a list of like nineteen demands that were had. We met before they can they, before they let uh, like the principal and them back in the school. One was for them to teach a black history, African American studies course at the school now. Mm-hmm. And they, they agreed I think to that's that. boss because that's an urban excellence story. That's dope. That is an that's urban dope. excellence story. That's dope. Um, because what it does is shows the power of unity. Mm-hmm. And when white kids, when you you know how racist the school <laughs> gotta be for white kids to go, God damn, this yeah. this shit is racist. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? So it was so blatant and in their face. And this is right up the block from where I live. And um, it, it's an elite school. It is an nice. elite school. Superb. It's one of them schools, you know, you really can't get in unless your money's right and all of that. And to see them kids come together, lock arms like and that. And the fact that they had the they had the balls to do it. They had the balls to... Well, see, rich kids, what they gonna do? That's Throw facts. these rich kids out of the school? That's facts. That's facts. They're not facts. doing that shit, yeah. right? So those are the perfect kids to do it. Mm. And they got their results. And now there's gonna be some African-American studies. Yeah, one of the, uh, the, the white students who was like the main one saying nigga in the video got... Uh, left the school and the other ones got suspended. Right, right. So that's immediate action. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to clap that up one more time Facts. for these kids. You know what I mean? Changing things. Facts. You got to respect it. And the parents are probably, Johnny, that's a great thing you did. Mm -hmm. You know? You're still up for some <laughs> niggers. I, I, I mean black people. You're still up for some black people. And uh, that's a great thing. It goes on his resume. I fought for, you know, mm -hmm. the rights of Andre mm -hmm. and them, and, you know, yeah. That's a great thing. That's a great thing. Yeah, when you had some, uh, a lock-in in 2019. Yeah, facts. Think about yeah. that. Facts. Fire. And it wasn't yeah. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, right. Exactly. No other agendas uh, but to, uh, saying. you know what I mean? Uh, Miko, Miki Coco Cool. Oh, appreciate you. Miki Coco Cool. Turntables versus... Turn tablets exactly. Soon <laughs> it's gonna be turn tablet. Soon you're just gonna open your mind and just whatever is in there, just play. You ever been to a silent party? I yeah, haven't been to a dope. silent party, but I heard they're kind of dope. Like yeah. you just put on headphones, yeah, and everybody's jamming. Whoever got yellow is listening to the same, same music. Yeah. Whoever got red. You've been to one of those too? No, I heard oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I haven't been to one of those. It's it's weird to watch it though, like right because outside looking in is bugged it's out. like yeah, what the, yeah, the fuck are they listening yeah. to? Right, right, right. But that's going to be the wave of the future. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Go to a silent party. Yeah. Yeah. In politics. In the world of politics. So uh, <clears throat> the Senate uh, blocked, uh, they, they vetoed um, the president's declaration of an emergency for the border wall. Mm -hmm. So remember, he was threatening, remember the, the whole government shutdown happened over the money for the border wall. Right, right. Then he said, like, yo, if anything, I'm going to just declare an emergency so I can get the funding. That anyway, he, back to all the funding. Yeah, the, the Senate kind of, um, the Senate shut that down, and he plans to veto that, and that's gonna, it's just going to go back and forth. Yeah, but it's, it's all a distraction, and before Major. you know it, 2020 is here, and he wins <clears throat> again. Yeah. That's the way that shit is going to go. Yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of, um... Wild to see, like he actually. I think he's gonna win again. He's gonna win he again. He's gonna win yeah. again. Mark my it's words. He's gonna win again. Yo, remember that Trump landslide. Remember, In a landslide. I agree. Remember that. Remember that um Trump story with conspiracy we talked about here, and then like he was like in in that story, the the guy whose name was Trump was the last president. Yeah. A lot of people think that that's where it's going. Could be because a certain war. Listen, he already gave you the clues. He's funding a space. Program. You've been talking about this right now. Now that. he funded. What did he call it? I need people space to force. go. A space force. Space force. Now right. that just sound like some shit out of a comic book, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need brothers and sisters to join the space force. What the fuck <laughs> is out there in space that yeah. we need a force? Yeah. Star Wars. You, uh, yeah. you already know yeah. where this shit is yeah. going. Yeah. Project Blue Beam. Next thing you know, what's the one thing to unite the world? Aliens. You saw the shit in Will Smith, Independence Day. Yeah. Chinese people, yay! Black people, yay! <laughs> you know. <laughs> Indians, yay! 
<laughs> that's very bad. That, that, that's racist. But you, you see what I'm saying? It united the world. And you saw once the key on how to defeat them came mm. through, they passed it to the yeah. Africans who were shooting spears yeah. in the middle of the shit. The Chinese and everybody yeah. came along and, and we united. That's all where this shit is going. The minute I heard Space Force, I said, this nigga didn't just say Space Force. He said Space <laughs> yeah. Force, right? So there's something out there that you niggas can make plenty of money. Mm. I think a lot of you niggas will sit around and smoke weed and do nothing. You should take that job. <laughs> it's you in space. It's nothing out there. You're just watching. In case the aliens come. And when they come, and they will come, oh, <laughs> baby, it's going to be Crazy. lit on this planet. Crazy. Right? Because you niggas think it's real. I wouldn't know this is some bullshit. Mm. Aliens are not going to travel multi-dimensions with that kind of ability to come here and fuck up people who can't do nothing about it. <laughs> If you have the ability what, what? to hop through dimensions and appear in our little world to fuck us up, that makes <laughs> no, no sense. It doesn't. It doesn't game, make sense, game, right? It doesn't. Like when you see the, the cattle and the mutilated cattle, you mean, wait, 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 wait. These motherfuckers came all the way through here, yeah. decomposed, recomposed <laughs> 50 light years away. The fucking beat up cow. No, that's your government doing some crazy shit. I never thought about that. Right yeah, to create, yeah. put this shit. This is this is inception. Put this shit in your mind that there are aliens coming. Holograms and all that. Holograms, Project Blue Beam, right. and now they got this hologram shit so good. Not that Tupac shit they showed you, <laughs> where he on stage. They got the shit where motherfuckers sitting next to you that you would swear is sitting right next to you. Yeah. They might start with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus comes down from the clouds and all the Christians go, see, we told you, we told you Jesus was building a school. We told you he was going to build a school, right? So, or, you know, you know, you know how religious people get, this is their moment. They start with that, niggas, niggas saw Jesus in the clouds because your mind will start playing tricks on you. You swore, yeah. I saw that shit, son, and then the shit is gone. Right? And yeah. then soon it's an attack. It's an attack with real beams. Yeah. Shoot a few you niggas down like roaches. So y'all know this shit is real. Then what? Then what? Y'all yeah. niggas is scattering. Yeah. Niggas, instead of running, let me tell you what black people are gonna do. Instead of running for shelter, niggas gonna be busting the glass <laughs> to get a Gucci bag, to get a fucking TV. You gonna see black niggas running with a TV. This is an alien invasion, and this niggas got a TV, right? That's just how black folk yeah. operate, and it's all gonna be bullshit. It's all gonna be bullshit. Yeah. Any people, any uh, interstellar beings traveling yeah. that far are here to enlighten them. Remember, a lot of them cannot interfere. From a universal a perspective, yeah. it's a universal law. Yeah. We cannot interfere with the your level of progression here on this planet. We could drop seeds. Well, it'll only so yeah. that logic because that logic actually <laughs> only makes sense to white people because that's what they've done since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. They traveled just to mess, like, fuck up and destroy. Yeah, shit. just to destroy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, wherever they go, they fuck shit up. You know what I'm right. so that's why yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It'll be right of what they're yeah. programming. Oh, okay. This makes complete this makes because we've been taking over shit for years and now the aliens are here. And that's the way that shit is gonna work. Don't fall for any of that shit, brothers and sisters. Stay calm. Mm-hmm. Stay calm. That's funny. But that's the only thing that could unite the whole world now. Because yeah. you can't hit us with another Osama 
or uh, you know what I'm saying, Saddam Hussein, or uh, those characters, <clears throat> they don't hold the value that they used to. You'd be surprised. They hold the value in small pockets to redirect <clears throat> people, but the world now, they're trying uh, to get you on the world system, world money, yeah. a mm -hmm. world domination, one world religion, all of this shit. That has to come from a Cas, uh, catastrophic uh, catastrophic event, event yeah. of such proportion <clears throat> that niggas is getting in line. That's it. Yeah. You well, heard? Well, Trump's trying to get his ball. <laughs> you are tuned into the sound. He trying to. He need to put a globe over the fucking planet. He need to stop aliens. Fuck a wall. He need a bubble. And that goes back to the flat Earth shit. <laughs> are we on a ball? You're going to get it shut down. Or are we moving through space, time and space infinitely on some kind of infinite plane? Tune into the Twilight Zone. They bring the Twilight Zone back. <laughs> your man Kiel. Uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. You're not familiar. I remember, I remember you the, the Twilight Zone. I remember the Twilight Zone. Don't do that. Don't do that. I have to talk to him. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't He's do that. you about seven don't, years. Don't do that. I'm the same, man. I remember the Twilight Zone. <clears throat> you sure? Do you remember Biggie Smalls? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> okay, don't. so you don't remember Tupac and Biggie? There was some rappers Listen, in the nineties. I was two. two. I was two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you what don't. Twilight you don't... Zone, dog. Yeah. I remember the Twilight. They had repeats on I mean, TV. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just don't don't want to call you. You don't play me. Oh my god. You know, just uh, I get the big piece of chicken, then he gets <laughs> the thigh, and you get a leg, and they go wings or some shit. That's the way that shit goes. All right, what else are we talking about? Oh, uh, uh, so this guy, Francisco, uh, Frankie Boy Cali, he was uh, the leader of the Gambino crime family here in New York, and he was killed outside of his house on Wednesday. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That is some throwback shit. Since the 80s, that's the first crime boss uh, that was killed since like 85 or something. That we know of. Yeah, but well, usually... crime boss. Crime <clears throat> boss. And here's oh, so, the thing. Gotcha. He was the head of the family. Gotcha. <laughs> That's, that's so old school. Yeah, like what? I haven't even. I forgot they had mob bosses. I know the mobs still run a lot of shit. They, I thought they chose to take a different route and go underground now and be a little bit more subtle in how they operate. But in the '80s, they was wiping motherfuckers out. Yo, I'm telling you, every what? day. It's a documentary called Inside the American Mob on Netflix. Saw that. Fire. Crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Like crazy. the way they whoever whoever needed to get knocked off, they would just knock them in broad daylight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they didn't care who was that. It was just like, all right, cool, he gotta go now. So that means he probably did something off the chain. For them to do that now? Yo, first of all, there's a lot of um <clears throat> former mob bosses who are just doing interviews now. And that breaks the mob rule. Yo, dude, it's um I watched his See YouTube. Twitter fucking up mob bosses. Yeah, I watched too. his YouTube channel called you know, Valuetainment. Yes, yes. And uh, Patrick oh, Bay David. He yeah. be interviewing my bosses and they be giving it all up. Yeah, it's a different time we live in now. Yeah. now. Me, myself, Tony Baloney, Johnny Salami, Sammy Spice Sammy. <laughs> we're, we're, we're dangerous guys, man. We're old school guys. Yeah. You know, now you got the internet, you got these guys telling all our business and shit. And, <laughs> and you don't want to mess with Tony Baloney here and Sammy uh, Spice Sammy. They're dangerous guys. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, you know, but what I'm saying is, so so the game, this is a different. This is they wiped him out at his house. At his house, yeah, man. So the Gambino oh, family, so that was the, uh, the Gaudis, right? Yeah, the Gambinos, Gaudis, the Gaudis. So Those yeah, he Gattis. was down with them, and <clears throat> so yeah, he Gaudi got the last Gambino head knocked off. Right. Uh, 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 his name was uh, I forget. He wiped him out in broad daylight. In broad daylight on the steps. On the steps. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Cleared him out. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. 
And then, uh, uh, coincidentally, his house was like a couple miles away from where they filmed The Godfather, like a stage. Oh, the, wow. The wow, stage. Yeah. wow. So now he's dead, huh? Yeah. This is in New York? Yeah, in Staten Island. Staten, Staten, Staten Island, Island. Staten figures. Yeah. Staten Island, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I guess, you know, R.I.P. Figures, to Island. his family, you know. Figures, figures, <laughs> Whatever. Island. Pretty sure he did some shit. You moolies, fucking moolies, you know? So, uh... I wanted to talk about the Ethiopian um, plane crash. Yes, because um, apparently these uh, these planes, the seven thirty seven Max eights and the seven thirty seven Max nines, have a, a default in the um, autopilot system. And apparently, so now they're saying that um, I read the article said that um, airplane pilots are more just kind of. Um, they control rudder speed more so because everything they don't is fly kind of, the plane. They basically it says some planes take off by themselves. Yeah, the, 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 then they yeah, fly, fly by themselves. By the yeah, and so now they just control like rudder like rudder direction and mm-hmm. things like that. Right, right. So um, these planes, these new planes that they have this effect where the um, autopilot causes it to nosedive. Mm. So mm. they got the black box of recording from this plane crash that happened. And apparently, like, it's, as soon as it took off, the pilot knew something was wrong because it said it was, like, dropping up and down. My question is, and my question always is, when a plane goes out of the sky, who was on the plane? Mm. Because the ends justify the means. These people will take entire planes down to kill one person on the plane. So, you know, that's where I'm trained mm. to always go. <clears throat> it was eight Americans on the plane. Uh, I don't know who these eight Americans were. On the plane, but I'm pretty sure if we know who the eight Americans were on the plane, it will give us a, 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 a open and shut case on if this was just an accident. Mm. Because the last time I remember it, not the last time, but me and wifey was watching the news and a plane crashed in Buffalo. And we asked the same question at the same time who was on the plane? Come to find out, the lady who had, uh, her husband had died in 9 11. And she was an advocate for real answers to what had happened. And she wasn't buying the official story. And she made it all the way to the White House and had a sit down with Barack Obama. Mm. And she knew that the government was doing some foul shit and she wanted answers. He shook her hand and told her he will get to the bottom of this. She got on the plane to go to Buffalo and the the plane crashed. She was on the plane. Mm. Now, am I saying... That that's why the plane crashed? No, I'm not. But it's just to go to show you uh, they will knock planes out of the sky, <clears throat> right? And if they can control uh, the rudder yeah. electronically, do not, you know, get past that, that that's what that was about. All oh, these Ethiopians were a sacrifice for something greater to mm. come. Because this is, the second, this is the second plane of that, uh, <clears throat> that model plane to crash since, like, October. Okay, okay. So that's why they... They're thinking it's something. No, that's like, why you're thinking it's something connected to fucking uh, a rudder speed. No, I'm just saying. I'm that's the argument that's being made. I okay. get what you're saying. I, do you get what I'm saying? I, I do. You know, I do. Death. Yeah. Need we need bodies yeah. cooking yeah. so that some shit can happen. Today is pie day. Not. I'm, I'm just throwing that yeah, out there. Yeah, you it's just that had nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> but what I was doing just now is I was. I was uh, uh, displaying what was going on in my head movies in real time. That's all I was okay. doing. So I was saying Pi Day, 322 is coming. Those are the days of, of you mm. know, the Skull and Bowl. You know, so I was trying to... Mercury Retrograde. Mercury Retrograde. I was having a head movie moment. 
outside. I was giving you a fucking preview of the head movies, goddammit. And you, you, you know, you turned it into some other shit. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, so, uh, you know, RIP to these people right. who lost their life. Did yeah. you see the pilots? Them beautiful black oh, sisters? The, yeah, yeah. The stewardess. The stewardess, yeah. The stewardess. That hurt my heart when you seen how beautiful they were. They looked proud, you know what I'm saying, of the positions they held yeah. and, you know, just providing a service. And it could very well be, this is Black Dot just saying this, a plane crash. All right? Yeah. But I'm trained to go mm. all around the board to see what sticks and what makes sense. Mm. So I'm hoping it was mm. just a plane crash and something. Now, Trump has uh, downed. He, he ground, our, yeah. he's, he's grounded. Yeah, he grounded them, yeah. Okay. Yesterday. Okay, so that's at least good news until they can get to uh, the bottom of the situation. So you have some books you bought here. I know you're not reading all of them at all one time. You could be. No, I finished all of them. Okay, so kind of, you know, <clears throat> as we change the pace up a little bit, Facts. why you bought these four books here? Because Malcolm has a book club that's that's failing now. Everybody <laughs> in the book club has dropped out of the book club and this nigga ain't introduced a new book I actually in did. weeks. I actually did. Oh, so now you secretly introducing books around me like your dad ain't in the club. Don't tell Black Don. I'm putting it on Instagram. I I put it. Oh, now you didn't know about I it. I knew about it. I just, I just haven't had the time. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, explain your books here. Alright, so um, there's a gentleman by the name of Corey P. Smith. Corey P. Smith. And um, when it comes to the credit game, he's like the best. To okay. the point where the FBI thought he was scamming people. Okay. And <laughs> or not scamming people, but scamming to get more money. But come to find out, he's legit. And the FBI say he's one of the best. Mm. So if the FBI say you're one of the best in the credit game, <clears throat> then that's saying something. Mm -hmm. So uh, my boarders books, he has four books. How to uh, outsmart okay. the credit bureaus. Mm. That's one of them. The conspiracy. Hold them up for the camera. Oh, I'm sorry. A little, a little, a little longer. Okay. okay. Um, the second <clears throat> book is The Conspiracy of Credit. Mm. All right. Um, this one is called The Unbreakable Laws of Business Credit. Right here. And the last book is called The, um, <clears throat> the Credit Dictionary. Mm. So you can understand the terminology used. Everything. And he basically like teaches it on a mundane level. Like mm. he don't, you don't use uh, over the top vocabulary, something very simple that mm. everybody can um, understand. And um, because of this man right here, he changed my life in regards to credit. I thought I changed your life, but that's beside the point. <laughs> in regards to credit, in regards to credit, in regards to credit, in regards to credit, in regards to credit. And now because of him, I have no fear as far as like learning how to maneuver in this game. Understanding the matrix of credit. This, These four books right here, Corey, Corey P. Smith. Okay. Code Breakers. Code Breakers. Okay, I'm the Gatekeepers, Mother Breakers. This is the guy right here. He yeah. changes everything. And to the point where, because you got to understand, as people overall, we get stressed out for things getting on our credit reports, um, <laughs> choosing between food or making a bill payment to make sure your credit is good. Mm -hmm. But these books right here eliminates that fear because mm. he provides remedies for everything. Mm. And um, Corey P. Smith, like, I think he's the best. And if there's someone else better than him, I haven't met him yet. Okay, okay. But to me, he's the best and um, <coughs> very underrated. But Black he, dude? Black dude. Ooh. And the quick, um, for, for example, Lil Wayne, the Carter 3, right. right? The analogy is everybody thinks the Carter 3 was amazing because it was mainstream. Right. But whoever's a, a music head, the Carter 2 was the best of Lil Wayne's artwork, right. in my opinion. Right. Okay. This is him. Okay, gotcha. Uh, he's like... Everybody's like 
listening to you know the TV promos and all that. What you don't see on TV, that's the problem. Got you. Everything's Got you. in this book. Mm. So because of this man right here, I don't have no fear. What order did you read them in? Um, the first book I read was the How How to Outsmart the Credit Bureaus. Okay. The second book was Conspiracy Credit. Mm -hmm. The third was The Unbreakable Laws of Business Credit. Okay. And the last book was Credit Dictionary. And give me his name one more time. Corey P. Smith. Corey P. Smith, so ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Put his name in your lexicon. Facts. Uh, get his books because I don't care what you say, the new racism is credit. So they're not yeah. looking at black and white. They're looking at your number. You are an algorithm. And that number determines if you fat, lazy, uh, untrustworthy. And I forget what, what was the Black Mirror episode. The Black Mirror. Yeah. Right, where they Black were showing Mirror. how the these credit. numbers, credit, yeah. uh, that you get, uh, you know, Remember, determine where you can move in society. China is about to do that. And China is yeah, actually about to actually yeah. do yeah. that. So do not think that you can navigate your way around this. You can't even buy yourself a home with $400,000 cash per se without there being some kind of credit or language within there. No, uh, actually, like, if you, uh, Lamborghini, like, if you if you went to buy Lamborghini cash, they won't mess with you unless you have credit. Okay. It's, yo, credit is so important. If you live in the wrong zip code, you'll get denied. That's how crazy it is. That's how they have this situated. It's, yeah, so it's systematically structured, however the case may be. But these books right here. And they look like easy to read, small pamphlets. Small books. Mm. Small books. You know man. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I'm going to get Odyssey to read one of them immediately as she embarks on, you know, getting ready to go to college. Yeah. And they're trying to get her to take all these loans out and all that other kind of stuff. So and he talks about that, absolutely. And it's a game, right? The Once you shit. understand the game, the stress, and the illusion that we think is real, it's a facade. You have to read these books, and I have to show. I'm listen. Show them again. These books, the Credit Dictionary, by Corey P. Smith, the Unbreakable Laws of Credit, Business Credit. Uh, people, people don't. A lot of people don't know about business credit. Right, right. <laughs> well, they just offered me two hundred fifty thou. I'm ready to take the leap. But now I got to read the books first. So real quick, to, and to talk about business credit, right? There's personal credit and there's mm -hmm. business credit. Now, a lot of people know about business line of credit where you go to the bank. Mm -hmm. And there's something else called business credit where you can get so much money that's not attached to your social security number. Mm -hmm. But you got to learn how to build business credit under your EIN number. So if your personal fails, it has nothing to do with your business. Corey P. Smith, expand my mind. And it's a whole. This is a yo. How if you wonder like if you're in New York City and you see how the how these buildings are getting built, business credit. Right, right. Like you could buy anything with business credit. Mm. It's it's not a game. So if you want to like get ahead in life, get your personal credit right, get your business credit right. Okay. And you could get ahead in life. So. Yeah. So I I am a firm believer that you have to. Um, adjust to the way the game is being played. And you want an, another reason we're 400 years behind our <clears throat> oppressor is because understanding credit, business credit, and things of that nature. And, you know, not only do we barely have some cash, and then when we have cash, we don't know what to do with the cash yeah. to make the cash <clears throat> have more value than it really has besides sell some weed mm -hmm. or some shit. I'm talking real enter into that matrix because it's just another program within the matrix that you have to have the codes to be able to navigate through. And if the brother's giving you a couple of key codes 
so that you can navigate through and operate. The language is everything. So if the dictionary gives you the language, now you can at least speak the language and that will open doors. And he does everything within the law. So we've been taught. I got to put you in touch with my guy. DJ the Money Coach. Yeah, DJ. Shout out DJ shout out the out Money DJ Coach. Yeah, you guys will have a great conversation. Facts, facts. We talked. We talked um, yesterday. Okay, we, we cool. Great conversation. Because language is is yeah. key. You know how it's, much it's, girls I couldn't get in the Bronx because I couldn't speak the language. It's key. All I could say is umami, un poquito, uh, mucho bonita. You know, <laughs> that was it. That was all my shit shot in thirty seconds. And they go, this nigga can't speak no Spanish. Can't get no Spanish pushy. Can't speak Spanish. That's the way it goes. Can't get no credit if you don't understand the language of credit. That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. brothers and sisters. You know what I mean? So let's clap that up. Facts. And I will start. Does he have ebook versions of this? He has ebook. Uh, I think he has ebook versions. Um, but if you just Google his name, Corey P. Smith, right. and you YouTube him, he has a channel. And um, he's dropping, I mean, bombs. Bombs. What is, what is your take bombs. on um, getting information from somebody who's not black? I'm open to it. I don't, I don't, see, this whole thing of uh, buy black, everything black, 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 that's, black. That's hindering and narrowing our our um, chances to, to, to grow as a person, as a business. You get what I'm saying? I, I, don't get me wrong. It's, it's dope to support other people of color. That's dope. But if we just stick to our own and not say, oh, he's white, so I'm not going to do business, I think that's hindering us, yo. I think we need to educate ourselves, of course, stick together, but branch out. Because white people accept black dollars all the time. All the time. So Chinese dollars, Jewish dollars. All the time. And and I get the whole, I get the idea. It's a good idea, but that's not reality, in mm. my opinion. So um, I think that... Um, I take information from all types of people, but then you have to be, it's up to you to decide what you're going to take in. That's what anything. I don't know. Yeah, that's what everything. That's what everything. It's not a, it's not yeah. a race thing. Yeah, that's man. what everything. It's not a yeah. race thing. But, but, but that's where I've always spoke to you guys about uh, that. However, the knowledge comes is the most important part. Now, there yeah. are people who have agendas and your job is to discern. All right. I can see where the agenda is in that. And forget about that. I want the pure knowledge. Let me chew it up. Spit mm -hmm. out the fact. Because information cannot be limited to, uh, you know, just information that you feel is curtailed toward you. Because even your own people will, will screw you They'll over. burn you, yeah. So, so yeah. facts on that. What else we got? Cover it here. Oh. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So another Urban Excellence story of the week. Oh, this is an amazing story. Yeah, this goes <clears> out <throat> to uh, nine-year-old uh, Camden oh. Myers, who started a uh, coffee shop in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And uh, so it w what's dope about, first of all, he's nine years old. Yeah, yeah, mean? that's dope in first itself. First of all, nine years Let's old. Let's clap that up right there. Yeah. That nine. Uh, second, Cam was born with a traumatic brain injury that affects... Um, some of his cognitive and physical uh, abilities. Okay. And his mother was trying to get him into, dip, you know, certain um, classes and certain programs to help that, but she she realized that when he was making coffee and helping people, like, with serving food, making food, he was actually getting better at that. Mmm. Mmm. So, um... Yeah, so yeah. She, she put a little air under that. Yes. Clap As you that. should. Yeah. See, this is about... 
And this story, you know, is personal to me as well because that's the approach that I took with Eli. Eli, as you know, my son has physical limitations and cerebral palsy, but when he would watch ESPN and he would watch Stephen A. Smith, he would be arguing with Stephen A. Smith about shit Stephen A. Smith was saying. And then when I come home, he would start spitting on, he wouldn't just be talking out his ass. He was spitting like statistics and Great shit. Facts, yeah. Like, yo, nah, you don't understand because in the third quarter, this, this, that, and that, and that. So I said to myself, okay, let's run with this. And then I watched the way he was playing the video games and he was vicariously living through the video games because he couldn't physically do that. I said, no, 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 no. We're going to take full advantage of that. And that's why we created his show, The Weight, The World According to Eli, Music, Sports, Video Game, and Culture. Please, you'll see that in the description below. We're trying to get him up to 1,000 subs. I think we had 600 and change. Facts. You know, log in because all I'm doing on his show is lobbing it off the backboard and let him go get it and show you his brilliance. So, you know, go back. You can, uh, right, you can go back to because we want to tie this in to this young man. What his mother saw and recognized in him finding joy, happiness, and coffee. You know how many lessons I can teach you just with coffee alone right. that you don't see are there until they become relevant. Right. You know what I'm saying? What kind of coffee? Read the back of the can for me. How is this coffee made? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Let's count the coffee beans. Let's separate coffee and, and this type. There's so many lessons that could be taught from his mother and it's given a nine-year-old, what's his name? Uh, Camden Myers. Camden Myers' purpose now, yes. right? He got his own coffee business in Camden. The line is probably out the door because of his spirit and energy and he's nine and he's learning business. So he has now purpose because disabled is abled. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to throw that out there mm -hmm. and you'll understand why I threw it out there shortly. But that's very key and, and to understand. So let's clap that up again for Thanks. Camden Myers. A great urban excellent story. I'm proud of his mama. Somebody said the TV in the background is tilted to the side. We know. We know, we know, yeah, 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 we know. We we remember this is a makeshift Facts. thing we do together in the last, Facts, we know, you know, forty five, you know, minutes and stuff like that. So, um, these are important stories mm -hmm. to find out what your child thrives in. They don't even have to be disabled. Find out what your child, what where their passion lies, and run with their passion. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. To create opportunities for them to shine. And, uh, you know, it takes a village. It's a lot of hard work. So I want to big up his mom's. She looked like she ready to curse somebody out. <laughs> I know he didn't just take that coffee and didn't pay. Now, he know that is not right. Camden worked hard on that. God damn it. You know, so shout them out. Uh, and that's our great urban excellence story Thanks. of the week. Any questions in the chat? Uh, somebody said, uh, what did you think? about uh, Joe Biden's speech. I didn't hear Joe Biden's speech, but what I will tell you about Joe Biden is that uh, we black people are, we like we have such a low standard of what we accept. First, you know what I'm yes. saying? So he was Barack Obama's vice president. That's cool. He but, made a, But prior to that, what was his issues? Prior to that, With he, the three strikes? First of all, he drafted the 94 crime bill, which put how many black people in away? jail. And, and we fucking forgiven... You because know what I mean? he because makes some cool faces in the background, right, in the background of Obama. Yeah. And that just, again, to show you how 
unintelligent gullible. black people and gullible we oh. are, it's sad that we fall for that stupid shit. And do you see him around kids? That man creepy. is very creepy around creepy. children. He is a pedophile. I don't give a fuck what nobody oh, say. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 I saw these kids look fearful when they see Jeez. his ass. And the way he's always kissing them on the neck and shit. Fucking weirdo. I can't, I, I have to say alleged if I say weirdo. No, 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 no weirdo. You, okay, he's you a can let that fucking go. weirdo. You can let that go. You know what I mean? And fuck him and his family. Yeah, clap that shit up. Fuck him, his family. Fuck his kids. Fuck his kids who never even showed up yet. Like, it's kids, kids, kids. Marcus got the hang of it. Well, I don't know them. Fuck them too. Marcus got the hang of it. So when they show up, they fucked. Because I just fucked them, okay? Okay. So um, with that being said, um, I don't know what his speech was, but Facts. black people got to stop. We got to stop for this. We got to stop falling for all of that or the ones who are going to make it. The ones who are not going to make it, you ain't going to make it anyway. So, okay, so, so y'all can fall for that shit all you want. This kind of goes back to the um, Eidos conversation. So it's American descendants of slaves. We said African last week. Our yeah, bad. I was, I was okay, confused. What's that? What's that? Yeah, it's a, so it's a movement uh, geared around uh, getting black people... Their reparations. They, right now, it's not just reparations, right? From what I understand, it's just like our. Uh, is it? Correct me if I'm wrong in the chat. It's um about our, um, I guess agenda in this country, like the black agenda in this country, because there's uh, there's black people who are in this country, but they're not considered uh, citizens. Yeah, or like the um black immigrants from different countries who. Okay. Separate themselves from us. So, they do. They do. You know right, what I'm saying. Right. So I guess that's what it is based on. So this uh, American descendants. First of all, we're not descendants. We're ascendants. But I'll just leave that for those who who understand what I mean by that. But the American descendants of slaves is for black people who are rooted here yes. to receive the proper reparations, uh, reparations the institution prop- yeah. uh, acknowledgement of their existence here because foreigners or other so-called yeah. African people come here and take full advantage of a system, but they do not want to be associated right. with black people right. here. So the American descendants of are, slavery... Are we, are we, you can correct this if, if we're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me know, because I don't spend time on it, and I know it looks like I'm not doing my due diligence, but my whole disposition... Only goes back to this. Is, it, is, it, is that not divisive, though? It is, but my whole disposition is always this. If we are expecting, and this is just my opinion, white people to recognize yeah. the trauma they have <clears throat> caused and to give out a monetary value, that is what I call hopamine. An entitlement. Right? Mentality. These white people in the history of whiteism have never honored any treaties have never respected anything on the planet not the trees not the water not the birds not the animals not the people and if now we expect to put this on the table in a political year it is going to be a misdirection once again giving you niggas some other shit to get riled up about now if there was a way that we could achieve this without the approval of the slave master. I'm on board. So correct me if I'm wrong because I have no problem being educated and corrected. You niggas continue to fall for shit year in and year out and it's always a new carrot 
being dangled in front of us to give us hope. And hopamine, as we mentioned, yeah. is secreted into the bloodstream <laughs> to give a otherwise hopeless people hope that life is going to get better by hope alone. Mm. Okay? And I do not feel, and I'm not vibrating on that frequency. If the end gate and the amount of money that would have to be paid in terms of reparations for my ancestors, even in this country, let's not even go overseas on slave ships and the Moors and who was here first, the indigenous people. I'm just saying people who are here now, the amount of money would collapse the world government because the world is built on the backs of black people. All right, whether you want to call them black, original, aboriginal, uh, you Brown, know what I'm saying, indigenous, mm. uh, Moorish, yeah. Hebrew, Israelite. We are all of those things. And my problem is, is the end gate or the final answer is going to come from the people who put us in this situation to begin with. We are fucked. It's just my opinion. You can take it or you can leave it. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody says so black that you won't accept the check. I told you, <laughs> if the check is right, <laughs> I'm the first nigga in line. I told you, I'd be like, yeah, uh, uh Dwayne Bowser. Yeah, it was with a B. Because <laughs> right. y'all, y'all fucked us over. <laughs> I can cash this right away. Like, like, just go to the bank. Just get my money. But the amount, I'm not accepting $100,000 or some old <laughs> shit for you. I'm, I'm not. And that's word on everything I love. Oh, that's a fact. Because my ancestors would whip my ass. And I do believe in my ancestors. So the amount would have to be so astronomical that I'd be living my best life. You talking <laughs> a couple of, everybody getting millions? I, I, I'll take a check. And then my ancestors, I'll explain to them. I'll burn a candle. <laughs> do some shit. Hey, I'll do some shit and be like, listen, now we can get out of this doldrum that we in. Everybody got money. Everybody so, got cell phones. Everybody got cell phones, walkie-talkies. <laughs> everybody got on new sneakers. And then we can elevate us yeah. as a people economically because we can't even play politically because we don't have the economic power to play politically. <laughs> so we are stuck. So the numbers would have to be great. For me to go, look, uh, ancestors, I, it's time to get that money. Other than that, I can't yeah. take it. Nah, can't do it. Yeah. All right. So uh, send me, just send, because um, people keep telling me I need to read more about the Adelson. So send the link. I'll read. Send the link on it. I will read. But it, I don't care what I'm reading. If it says, all we need is the approval. As soon as I hear that shit, I'm out. As soon as I hear I need the approval of white people to, to cut the check, I'm out. Cause that like shit ain't happening. Entitlement mentality. Yeah, 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 yeah. It ain't happening. That shit is just yeah. not gonna happen. What do you think about the lady that got attacked by the jaguar? Oh yeah, in the wonderful world of white people, <laughs> I love it. I love it again. I love it. I love it. I'm actually surprised they didn't try to kill the jaguar. The jaguar's the only one who kept it real in the whole equation, exactly. right? Yeah. He's that's, like, that's I'm Cat a jaguar. Said it, yeah. yeah. You jumped in here. This is some jaguar shit now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, Jaguars' yeah. lives matter, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that dumbass lady got it. I knew it was white lady. I didn't have to think yeah, about yeah. it. Niggas don't do that. We we go to the zoo. We appreciate the animals from afar. We look in the cage and go, hey, that's a that's a Jaguar. And you tell your little son, yeah, they run yeah. around in the jungle. They do this and that. Wow, Dad, thanks. Let's move on to the gorillas. 
Walk over here. We don't go, wait a minute, son. Hold on. You want a selfie? Watch this. Because I'm white. My credit yeah. is good. Everywhere I go, I get a table right here, white people. Yeah. I'm going to go inside and selfie with a jaguar. Right? Only white people do that shit. And he looked and said, this is not a drill. <laughs> he was on his Cat Williams shit, nigga. This is the Am real. Am I really a Jaguar? Am I really a Jaguar? <laughs> I don't feel like a Jaguar. <laughs> Holy shit. Here's this. I'm going to eat all that shit. Camera, all that shit. And they severed her arm, did they not? Did they? Yeah, I think the Jaguar severed her oh, arm. Yeah, yeah. That's severed. I know he like... He got a hold of that yeah, shit. Yeah, he, to, yeah, the white meat, to the white meat. Yeah. To the white meat. Yeah. Show. And, and she showed back up and apologized. As she should. She should. Okay. You know, she should. I don't know if she apologized to the Jaguar, who she should have. Like, you know, Listen. not to the zoo people. She should have went back and <laughs> I'm said, just glad, I'm just glad they didn't kill it. Like, because yeah, that's usually yeah. the first move. But a white woman get yeah. attacked? Yeah, but I think they even realized the Jaguar kept it real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, he didn't jump out. Yeah, she and went in. She went her. in, Marcus. Right, like right, to right. take a take a selfie with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right now, if he had yeah. jumped the gate and attacked her, That's then you, you, yeah. put, you put yeah. the jaguar down, yeah. right? And they tell you even at the African safari, keep nope. your hands inside <laughs> of the vehicle. These are wild animals. Do not go outside and try to take a picture with the lion. Don't, the white lady. Yeah. I'm telling you now. I see it in your yeah. eyes. Don't do it. They tell them white people, and them white people get out there, and they want to walk with the giants and shit and, and, and lions yeah. and get their ass yeah. tore up. So, yeah, yeah. Let's clap that up for the Jaguars. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. What did you think about, um, did you hear about the Jay Prince situation? Jay Prince. I heard about I that. I did hear about I that. He, uh, one of his artists. A YPN, Y. Uh, one of them YWN Z niggas uh, and shit you yeah. know all the niggas got letters in their names now and shit he was here in New York yeah, right in the Bronx spanked. actually in the, in the BX got spanked out they got spanked out yeah uh, cut up cause these BX niggas is real out here they don't play that shit and uh, Jay Prince who is well respected you know what I mean? Just the way he speaks <clears throat> makes me the nervous. Man mannerisms. Yeah. So because everything is composed. just calm down. Now tell me what happened, YMP. <laughs> you was in New York and they stole your chain. Let me get on the Instagram and talk to some of my friends and associates <laughs> out there in New York. And he put out a post mm. and he tagged a whole bunch of BX niggas. And the BX niggas didn't like that. At all. At all. Like, dude, why the fuck are you tagging me? He made and, it hot. Like, whoa, just and, beat a fed case. and he made it hot. Like, wait, wait, wait. Just be the fed case. Right. One of the dudes, like yeah. Locus or someone, just be the fed case. Whoa, 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 whoa. And are you making this shit hot? Yeah. If this goes down and none of you brothers in New York do anything about this, this creates another situation. <laughs> like, he was damn near threatening niggas yeah. in New York. And New York gangsters, but even thing. low level gangsters, yeah. don't play that shit. Yeah. But here's the thing, too. Um, his that 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 era is over. That era is over, and people. That's why they created the term OG. Yeah, like you OG, <laughs> you ain't still G, nigga. You an old gangster, right? I apply that shit to my life all the time. 
right? Yeah. I tell my wife, I can't do that shit we used to do back in 97. I can tell you about yeah. it. Don't expect that yeah. shit now. So I'm an OG. Remember I had you, I can't do that shit yeah. no more. So your whole reputation is based on the shit you used to do. If you used to be nice and ball, yeah. you still can get yeah. it in a little mm -hmm. bit. You are OG now, the game has changed. And that's in every facet in life. Yeah. So that work you used to put in in the 80s and 90s, these young kids wasn't even born there. Right, they like Which who? means consequently, they don't give a fuck. Jay who? Jay this, nigga. Right. And they mean that. And so now, if you want to step out of your OGism and try to fuck with these and young you, boys. And you're going to threaten me from how many states away? Right. You're in another time zone. You're right. going to try to threaten me? Absolutely. So... That carries no weight no more, no vibration. Right, come on. So those of us who know him respect him as an OG, but it has no bearing on the streets. Yeah. Even OGs get knocked out yeah. if they don't stay in their place. Right. Like, oh, look, OG, I'm respecting you. Da, 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 da. And then, now, now you're on the ground. So even as an OG, you still have a place to you know, keep in order. And I think he has violated that space. By yeah. threatening these New York dudes. Especially on social media. Yeah, on social media. Yeah, he surprised. broke all the rules and laws yeah. of the way an OG <clears throat> of his caliber would handle that business. He would have been better off just calling a few people. On the low. On the low. Hey, 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 what, what's going on? You know, do you know anything that can help me retrieve my man's chain? Because that's all it's really all about. Yeah. Yeah. When you step down in, in somebody's town, you need to know whose town you're stepping in. And he was you, by himself. Right, right. This dude was by himself. Even though his crew, they had it's, it's a few of them. They I okay. You mean they are these rappers? Yeah, yeah. No, like that YBN, like um, that it's it's a few of them. Like YBN, like Corday. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about. I'm talking oh. about the dude who got robbed. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. It's like YBN Corday. It's a few of them. They they kind of nice. Okay, okay. Well, it wasn't nice that day. <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah. All right, yeah. the Bronx dudes got at him, and now did they get at him because? He was talking shit, or he just was rolling through the Bronx. I think they just with got a out fucking of chain on. Yeah, I think no. I think the guy. First of all, <laughs> usually when people, when rappers used to get robbed, they got robbed, and that was you just heard about it. Right. These dudes filmed it, so you could tell like they were young and they were just trying to. Yeah, bring come up. Yeah, like I'm all for the, you know, I'm all for, I'm all for it. Let me tell you, the original Fifty Cent would rob niggas in his own crew, <laughs> and they knew it was him. Like this nigga was so his body count was so high. They go, nigga, I know that's you. He would put like a mask on <laughs> and rob the nigga standing next to him. Like, goddamn, 50, for, for real? And what you gonna do? Let me give you another ghetto uh, Cosby story. Oh, God. Right? This, this is a true story. All my stories are oh, true oh, ghetto God. Cosby stories. These are true stories. We had a gangster in my hood named Ali. This nigga was a gangster. Like, you feared Ali when you saw this nigga. Mm -hmm. But he had a fetish for sucking his thumb. <laughs> And twiddling your ear. That was his shit, right? So he would see big niggas like going to work, and if he caught you, he would suck his thumb and twiddle your ear. And you would have to wait until this nigga was finished with you to continue your day. Now, one day I'm on my way to school, I'm late. Who do I see sitting in front of the building? Wayne, come here. This nigga got me, and he's sucking his thumb, and he's twiddling my ear for 15 fucking minutes, and there's nothing I can do about it. Did you look him in the eye? Hell no. Look, Ali in his fucking eye. You crazy? Hell the fuck no. You follow what I'm saying? And I had to wait until this nigga finished 
sucking his ear and twiddling, you know, I mean, sucking his thumb and twiddling my fucking ear. I was late. I was pissed. There's nothing you can do about it. That's funny. They shot him in the back of his head on some scary mm, shit. Mm. He was that thorough. You had the dude had to, and he died with a smile on his face. He died smiling. Mm. This is how thorough he was. And I'm not talking about thorough with guns. He was that thorough, but his, his hand game mm-hmm. was like, yo, you... Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The nigga caught me on the way to school. I couldn't believe that shit. So that's a that's two ghetto stories, ghetto Cosby stories in one day for you. I think I'm all out of ghetto. Yeah, so, somebody in the chat Cosby noticed stories. that we rocking Urban X Gear Hard today. Yes, yes. So you can yeah. go to the website. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Urban hey. NYC. Yes, you can do that. You know, order some things, order some nice pieces, you know what I'm saying? Got yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I see you shining. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's even, how we do it out here. Even Stevie Wonder can see you shining. You shining, baby. So <laughs> shining. Yeah. So any any other questions out in the chat? Guys, which I got, man. Somebody said, uh, what did he mean is uh what J Prince and Master P mean for the South? Oh, what Diddy mean to New York is what Jay Prince and Master P did for False. the South. Diddy has never... Um, well, Jay Prince, in terms of <clears throat> starting Rap-A-Lot records, putting them on the map, giving Ghetto Boys and uh, uh, those guys out there uh, a shot to shine, mm-hmm. Diddy didn't pr- uh, necessarily do that in New York. We had already had Def Jam Records. This is the epicenter of the world. Mm-hmm. So Diddy didn't do nothing but take a genre of music and capitalize off it. Yeah. He understood how to manipulate the game and put those soulful records that our mother and fathers grew up with and put a hard Brooklyn dude on them to fuse the two and make millions and billions of dollars. So his genius is not what I'm talking about. Diddy had an ear for music and he had a vision. You know what I mean? So in that sense, sure, he spearheaded, he opened up some gateways, but what... Uh, as far as like a pioneer? Right, yeah. now, right not pioneering. Yeah. Jay Prince was pioneering in that uh, uh, era in, in the South that needed a record label and needed a home base mm. to harness their talent. So, I, and, and, and I ain't never been afraid to be around Diddy. Like, you know, like if I see Diddy, it ain't like... Yo, Diddy's in the building. Bugging. Now, them niggas who be with Diddy, <laughs> them niggas are some killers, right? And Wolf mm-hmm. and all them niggas back in the day. Mm-hmm. So he surrounded himself with niggas you ain't want to fuck with. Side note, a lot of people don't know that Benjamin Beat, all about the Benjamins, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever got credit for producing that didn't actually produce that. Who did it? Some other dude, some unknown dude produced that beat. Mm. And I'm uh, telling you firsthand information of what I know. Produced that beat, and did he like that beat, and did he took that beat? He showed up in the studio with Wolf and them niggas and was like, this is a dope-ass beat. Thank you. <laughs> and the dude didn't get no credit. He Damn. got no money for it. And I bet you Diddy's name, somebody in the chat may know, might be the one who got the credit for producing that beat. So like how Suge Knight took Vanilla Ice's uh, publishing. Yeah. Right? So I heard that from a source somebody who knows this person firsthand said mm. I produced that fucking beat and he took that shit wow. so, but that happens all the time in the industry all I don't want you time. to think it doesn't that happens all the time if you ain't strong enough to keep it it belongs to somebody else so let me rephrase some things Diddy is gangster you know yeah. what I'm saying? he yes. himself may have not put hands on but yeah. Them people around him, yeah, he don't fuck around. Yeah. So I don't want to give you, yeah. I don't want to give you the impression that this nigga is, is soft. 
And he shot that girl in the face. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. I, yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Sean didn't shoot that girl in the face. Diddy shot that girl allegedly. in the face. I'm going to say allegedly after. No, you say it first. <laughs> okay. Allegedly, Diddy shot Thank that you. girl That's what I deal with. in her face. All right? My man was standing right there and said, Diddy shot that girl in the goddamn face. Allegedly. Allegedly. Not shine. Who went to jail for that shit? So, uh, this guy, this guy, um, Matthew Charles, who was one of the first people released as a prisoner under the First Step Act, uh, which is a bill that aims to reduce mandatory uh, minimum sentences and to reintegrate in inmates back into society. Mm -hmm. um, he announced on Facebook that Kim Kardashian will be paying five years of his rent while he um, integrates back he into integrates back into class society. That up. Now, that's big. Yeah. The first five years of somebody coming back into society are the most critical. Like when he went in, they might not even have cell phones or internet. You know, that kind of stuff. And you think it's an easy adjustment. It is not. Did you see that video of um, this dude? He was recording his uncle who did 20 years in jail. And he was uh, trying on like skinny jeans. Nah, nah. And he was just like, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, this ain't gonna get it. He's like, uh-uh, man. I can't do this. So, yeah. So, you know, the whole process yeah. um, it is about, you know, and, and you know what happens? They, they we, we, we resort back to the yeah. shit they know best. Like, if ain't nothing popping, they resort yeah. back to, I got to hustle because survival is the first law of nature, mm -hmm. right? They're going to survive one way or another. And if you don't have a safety net put in place to help you integrate back into society, the hustlers come up to you, yo, you want to hustle, this and that, and you have to take that. And next thing you know, you're back in jail because mm -hmm. you couldn't cope. So the fact that she's going to pay five years, that's five years stress-free that he don't have to worry about where to live. Now he got that down. I'm pretty sure she'll give him a little bit of pussy, some food, <laughs> fix him up nice. He can now, now that was, that, that was a joke. Um, he can now focus on getting his skill set up. Right. Right? The internet is there for you. Learn a trade. He probably has already a trade that he learned in, you know, carpentry, whatever niggas do in prison. Build, you know, <laughs> shelves and shit. <laughs> Whatever it is, he can now have five years to enhance that mm -hmm. and integrate himself back into society. Mm -hmm. I want to clap that up again. Yeah, All right. That's that's good. Um, we on this show, we've talked a lot. We talked a, a couple of times about uh, Kim Kardashian work with like the prison system. And first, even um, that guy Van Jones from CNN said that that bill, the um. What's it called? The, the, the bill that the got first passed. Step act, it wouldn't have been passed if she hadn't met with Trump. Right, so that's right, kind of. Right. I don't know. Her record against black lives matter ain't looking. What do you mean? Yeah. I ain't saying nothing. Say it, Malcolm. Yeah, this you, is Urban X Trump. What does black lives matter do? Right. Nothing. And she goes in. And she actually does stuff. And then we oh, hate okay, it because gotcha, she had gotcha, an actual gotcha. sex tape. Cool. I'm cool with all that. You can gotcha. hate it for whatever. But she's actually doing something. She's, she's, and, she's using her beauty. As an advantage, her celebrity. Whatever it is advantage. she has, she's making it Black Lives Matter ain't work. Because at the end of the day, That's all nothing. I know is black people are coming home and, you know, not just coming home and she taking credit. Hey, you home. I did that. She going, yo, bro, I, I got a plan laid out for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. and she, uh, he said that she wasn't even going to say anything. Right. He's, like He did that himself. He like, did that. He spoke on he it. He spoke on it. Okay, so I Come have on, to man. respect that yeah, game. Respect that. She went met with Trump behind closed doors. <laughs> 
Uh, somebody she came out with deals. Uh, somebody said, uh, oh, we talked about the mob hit already. Yeah, we talked about the mob hit. You got here late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talked about that. That's done. Facts, facts, facts. Uh, somebody said, that, what do you eat? Like, are your spices MSG free? And can I still get your DVDs? And your music is dope. I, I eat whatever the fuck I feel like eating. Uh, I'm not even going to lie to you. Whatever hits me right. at the moment. Uh, what did I have recently that was tasty? I had these cinnamon french fries from McDonald's. Gross. Now, th- th- these are not really french fries. They're like cinnamon cakes shaped like oh, okay. french fries. Okay, okay, okay. And these shits was tasty. I was driving by. I saw the sign. It said, come in, you know, <laughs> get a few. And, you know, my impulse, I'm about experiencing life as I see that shit. I said, them shits look tasty. I drove mm. through the drive through I bought a 12-pack. Right? Now, here's the crazy part. I ate them. They was delicious. I go back to that same McDonald's the next day. It's closed. And them fuckers is closed. They're remodeling yeah. the fucking wow. McDonald's. And I'm looking inside like, it's just a drive through clothes or can I? <laughs> All this shit is yeah. closed. And the next McDonald's is too far away. So, yeah, that's what I'm eating. Can you get my DVDs? I'm going to do you one better. They're going to be available on my YouTube channel for absolutely free. We are condensing yeah. the Patreon page. So, Patreons, we're going to get your money back. Right. No, 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 no. You ain't getting no money back. <laughs> well, you was a Patreon. You paid for that. No, I'm saying like. I'm not fucking paying people oh back. Oh, my God. What kind of shit is that? I'm you saying got like, a service. I'm, no, I'm saying like when it, like you. It's not going to be continued up there if they're on YouTube. Right, right. It's robbing people. Yeah. Your subscription has ended. Right. Say that's different. Don't say you're getting your money back. Okay, my fault. Right, so your subscription to our (laughs) Patreon page has ended. Right? We had 35 people. Clap that up. Facts. (laughs) But now we're condensing it because what we're noticing is all of these little small entities, we're a three, four-man team, has spread our energy kind of thin. Thin, yeah. So now we want to condense the energy back into. So every single lecture I've ever done since 1998 mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, 2003, up until now, will be available on the YouTube channel. Now, there will be some commercials in there because we got to get paid somehow. So I'm going to chop that every three minutes. <laughs> Good commercial. God damn it, Doc. No, I'm not going to kill you like that. But we're going to put all of that stuff up there. The classes I was teaching. I got up to class seven, maybe? Six uh, or seven? Six, I think. I'm going to make those. of All of this stuff is yeah. now going to be available on our YouTube channel in different playlists available for you to take advantage of because we have to condense what we do because certain things are suffering. Our blog is suffering. Nice. This and that. So we want to condense the energy so you'll be able to get the DVDs there. You could just watch them for free. Uh, some uh, Domain Connor, shout out to you. Domain, what's up? He said, uh, "Yo, Dot, bring back the food stamp shirt or make one." I don't want to make one because the dude who created it, and first of all, he had a five dollar bill on the one dollar shirt, and I thought that looked a little weird because I I know the one dollars is brown, the five dollars were blue, and the ten dollars were green, and I believe the twenty dollars was orange, if okay. memory serves me correct. I don't know what you're so, about. um, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know what I'm talking about. You live the cushy life. Okay? I told you we're going to make mayonnaise sandwiches and have Kool-Aid around this bitch for a whole weekend to teach you guys about struggle and pain. Okay, so 
Um, so I don't want to uh, make that shirt. I will try to put the link in okay. so you can get the shirt from the guy who actually did it. It's his idea. That wouldn't be cool if I deboed him and yeah. then he saw me in the club. He would fight. And I got to knock his ass out because I'm an OG. And my hands are still swift. Uh, so I don't want to do all that shit. So we'll put the link in. Yeah, Rich Money. Rich Money. 980. Rich Money 980. That's his uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Rich Money 980. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit him up. And he has them shirts readily available for you. So, yeah, Domain. But, uh, Domain, you are people, so I might do a special one. Make a special wonton mm-hmm. soup for Domain. Right? <laughs> you know, we can do some things. So, what's up? What's next for you, man? Um, yes. Just to uh, expand and build my wealth. Okay. Um, it's not easy. But, um, and just build networks, build relationships. And just grow from there and teach people how to do it as well. Now, so, I want to say that because you were teaching kids. Yeah. Uh, first of all, you were the athletic director of the Boys and Girls Club for years. Yes. Right? And you yes. was, you know, and, and, and you took advantage of that by introducing the kids to not just rolling out basketballs. You had a right, whole bunch right, of other stuff right, right. there to educate them. And I know you had some board games or some other things that you were <laughs> using to help the kids. Speak about that. Right. So, um, well, how I got started with real estate investing was... Uh, reading a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as I read that book, it shifted my whole paradigm of how I want to look, you know, uh, build my life and build wealth. And then um, Robert Kiyosaki also has a, a, um, a board game called the Cash Flow Board Game for kids and for teenage and adults. And um, basically that game is like Monopoly, but it basically shows you the difference between an asset, a liability, and how to invest your money. Mm. So I think... The academic school system, I think, did a horrible job not teaching our kids about money. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this game... And it's designed that way to keep us as slaves. It's designed that way to keep people poor mm-hmm. right, 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 and slaves. So this game basically increases children's financial IQ and let them, let them know the difference between assets and liabilities. So even if you don't want to become rich or whatever, because everybody don't, but right. just know the difference. Right, right. So once you know the difference and you're aware, it becomes more fun and you can't blame it. You can't blame anybody. Mm. So so right now I'm going to schools, uh, boy, um, after school programs, actually the DOE, public schools all over. And I'm just um, introducing them to cash flow board games like Monopoly. You're playing a fun game, learning about money. And... Um, the goal is to uh, get cash flow board games across New York City and all DOE schools, because they have to, they have to know about money. You don't gotta. Yeah. People say they don't like money, but we live in an economic. Your life is. And, and shout out to um, I don't know the brother's name from the Paradigm Shifters. Uh, he has a board game. Him and his children created. Um, so if you in the chat room know who I'm talking about, um, uh, please re, you know throw that in the chat room. I'm sorry I don't know, know the brother's name. But I have noticed that. So there are other people who are also attempting to put some yeah. games out to educate us on, you know, the importance of money. That had we known this as kids, it would have trickled down, mm. and we wouldn't be in the state we're in, continuing trying to learn. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're 400 years behind in understanding the principles of the game. And to um, <clears throat> to piggyback what you're saying, um, also the game, it basically introduced you to, like, for example, we've been taught the more you make the more taxes you're going to pay. And what I learned is you can still make a lot of money and pay zero dollars in taxes. That's not Trump. Legally. That's what Trump That's is Trump's doing. Legally. And, and right. you know what's so, I remember during the, the presidential debate, uh, Hillary tried to add, she tried to throw that out there as a knock on him. He said, because I'm smart. And then I was just kind of <laughs> like, 
he has a point. Cause yeah, yeah. So he's doing it right. Right. So if we can understand, because we 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 um point the point the finger at people who don't pay little to no taxes, and all we got to do is educate ourselves. So we educate ourselves doing a cash flow board game and understand you can make a a boatload of money and legally pay little to no taxes legally. Mm. And we got to get out the notion of, yo, I got to make more money so I can pay more taxes because that means I made a lot of money. Right, that's backwards. That's backwards, right, yeah. We got to shift our mind and think a different way. So this cash flow board game is very important and the goal is to educate people, especially the youth, Mm. because that's where it starts. Somebody said, do you rock with Grant Cardone? Yes, I just came from the 10X conference. Yeah. Was that amazing. was that was my next question. Yeah. yeah. I know you was at a conference recently. Yeah. Speak on that. Uh Grant Cardone, definitely listen to him. Yeah. He's amazing. Um That was and, in Miami? That was in Miami. It was okay. a three day conference. When we were and freezing. It didn't up matter there. it didn't matter like what industry you was in. Yeah. Everything applied to any business that you were in. Of course he's a real estate guy and he talked about real estate, but it was for everybody. Mm. So I listened to him, I listened to his podcast, him and Robert Kiyosaki. Those are the guys who I really listen to, and everybody else, you know, I, you know, I respect. But those two guys is really like that resonate with me. So, all right, so there it is, Marcus, Messiah, Malcolm X, Elijah. You know, we out, these, these, we out here. You know what I'm saying? These are the men who I respect. These are the men who I love. These are the men who I poke my chest out about. And my daughter, too. I like her. <laughs> she all right. Side note, she learning how to drive really good, fellas. So clear okay, the roads okay, out. Geez. Yeah, her time is here. So these are the people that make me proud. These are the people who I condense my energy for. These are the young men and women who I will die for. I'm not trying to save the world. I'm trying to be a shining light on these individuals and so that they can go out and shine their light. And, and, and that's what it is. You know what I mean? So, um... With that being said, I mean, let's take a few more questions. Facts. Oh, so don't forget to, you know, if you don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes. You know like, like, and subscribe. Yeah, like too. We don't get a lot of likes. I don't, I don't know why. I don't, I don't get, but I don't know the significance you know what's of the crazy likes. though? What? The most impactful videos that's uh, independent don't get that most likes anywhere. I got you. Got you. you. Know what I'm yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So, because our people wanna, they wanna see a cat run across the keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> get that shit. Cause 10 I look at, likes I, I look at your likes. I'm like, why is it not a lot? Yeah, but you know what's crazy? Like but, we never really. Well, I know, I know, it's I know. Weird too. Yeah, you guys were never that type. Anyway. Yeah, right. But from the outside looking yeah. in, you would think. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's just the name of the game. Yeah, just the name of the game. So, um, but subscribe, subscribe, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, uh, Radio Public, TuneIn Radio, Audio Boom, Audio Boom, wow. all that good stuff. Go to UrbanX at NYC. Get yourself a hoodie. Yeah, get yourself yeah. a shirt. We kind of phasing out the hoodies. Right. So, so get them. Get, get them. Why it lasts? Because yeah. then we transfer. No, because it's about to get. It's spring. about to get nice soon. Yeah. It's gonna get nice. So um, you know, so get on that, and uh, like we will see you next week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Check this out. Peace. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. 
black skin can't win in the white world seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl we ain't want to go to school but we had to every february it was scary in them classrooms shimmy y'all shimmy gay old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters black dot found the pot as a young and broke it down for his son and now he serve it to the masses black mass man it's time to rock i had to find a way i couldn't find a job A product of my residence from four score to 44. Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't trying to go to church. I'm like Adam. Every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been reaping what he sowed. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood, and that's a covenant. This program is brought to you by Paper, Tutors for All. The last couple of years haven't been easy for students. Kids are struggling. Schools and families are too. But what if there are new ways to help? What if tutoring was part of every student's experience? What if it was available 24-7 and free? When schools choose Paper, students get free 24-7 access to tutors. And if you're listening to this right now, there's a good chance your child's school already has Paper or will be adding it very soon. Visit paper.co and find out more.